0: I am the cow. My name is Matthew Kroll. And women explore
1: for eternity in the Garden of Sacrifice. My name is Shaheer Dowd.
0: And this is the only podcast about movies, specifically the films with an S, before sunrise, before, sunrise, before sunset, before midnight. Wow. that
1: And today is also a special day because I feel today is like bring your wife to work day.
0: Uh, d- 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 bring your two, spouse to two work Two-thirds of, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. So joining us for this episode, because, because we, we, so this is again filling out the request bag. We are, uh, as we've been discussing in previous episodes, trying to make sure that we cut through all the requests that we've been building
0: up for years. Request and, roundup. And not fulfilling them. And I think
1: this is actually the last one? Is this
0: the, the last, last one? The last one before I tacked on the Cornetto trilogy because they okay. were on the Facebook message and yada, yada, yada.
1: And believe it or not, we're still getting requests online. So thank you everyone who are still sending us requests that we're not going to listen to um but i the the request was to do the before trilogy and i thought what would be interesting uh and this is awkward now because there are five people in the room staring at me yep uh but i thought it'd be interesting (laughs) to look at the before trilogy from the point of view of three couples all at three different stages of their relationship whoa and so joining us today is my wife shivali gulab how are you shivali
2: hi everyone I'm great, thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> your partner, uh, yes, Jamie
3: Walsh. Miss Jamie Walsh. Hi, I'm the only one who's not a spouse. I'm, I'm not sorry. a spouse. A partner. Oh, a I'm, partner. A, I'm, sorry. I'm a partner. I, yeah. I'm a partner. We're all partners. Yes.
4: Yeah.
0: What up, partner? <laughs> um,
5: and,
1: <laughs> and then you might have also recognized the voice of our two returning friends from Last Name Bases, Patrick and Francesca. Hi.
0: Welcome back
1: Hey, to the how's it going? Welcome, welcome. Third time around now. And we've, we've been on your podcast once. Mm. You've been on ours twice. It's We've done so a live show? We've done yeah. a live
0: show. We've, we've run the gambit of this yeah. sort of, uh, you know, put it on your phone, listen to it later entertainment. <laughs>
1: yes. Podcast, <laughs> as we call them. How is everyone doing? I feel like we should do a roundtable first, of course, you know, get it out of the way. How's everyone doing on this sweaty, hot Friday evening <laughs> that we're all getting together to talk about movies?
4: Ooh, I'm doing good. I'm glad that the week is over, ready for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How
1: about how about you, Jamie?
3: Uh- I'm good. I well, actually, I'm really nostalgic tonight. Today was my boss's last day, so like I, I lost my mentor. Uh, uh, no, sweet. it's okay. Yeah, he's a good guy, and he's like got a promotion. He's like really happy, so it's good. But yeah, I was happy to have like a nice thing to come to because I have <laughs> so much work to do on Monday. Uh, yeah, this is a lovely. Uh, this is a lovely thing to come to.
1: And how about you, Shivali? This is so weird. I'm talking. to, I'm talking
5: to <laughs> Yeah, you do. yeah. yeah. interview your wife.
1: <laughs> so, Shivali, how are you?
2: Well, it's pretty much the first time we've spoken today, I think. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> to be fair,
1: we have a child, so we don't really speak much anymore. And,
2: and I've also been traveling. I yeah. just got back this morning, red eye from San Diego, mm. and I'm missing San Diego. I love San Diego.
1: You want to you move to San Diego?
2: I want to move that, to San that, Diego. That's what this is? It's out there.
1: Okay. Now, right. it, oh, well, now it's going <laughs> oh, yeah, to happen. Now we're going to soak,
6: soak in that. We're going to talk yeah. about it later. Patrick, bring us home. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. I don't have any news, but <laughs> I'm doing great. Make up something. Uh, I just uh, got um rejected from the oh. astronaut program oh, and, uh, I know you're really hoping yeah. for that. And
3: but I still feel great. <laughs> no,
6: yeah. You know, I mean they considered my application and that's enough for me.
3: Yeah, I you think know, you still got some Shoe size some on is here. an important part of that. Well, like you whoa. you don't have to worry about like <laughs> what they're, you know, what the, like they, they, it's their fault for it's, not buying enough boots. It's true. Actually I I, I
1: learned that I wouldn't be able to become an astronaut because my height. Like, I, I would not... Same not as Air the Force. Yeah, yeah, Air Force is like right. a 5 That's, that's my cutoff. excuse.
0: I learned I couldn't be an astronaut based on my general physicality and, and demeanor, I think is really yeah. what they yeah. taught me there. I think yeah. lack of knowledge was yeah. also... I a it. Yeah. yeah, I can't that was do it for math. Me. So yeah. was they basically told toast. me I was generally unqualified. Well, something that astronauts cannot do in space... Is go through the span of a twenty so odd year relationship, or, or else your bones will grow weird and you'll probably <laughs> die. Uh, like that transition, that was a classic crawl transition. <laughs> back like, to the film, nailed it. Uh, I like. the way uh, you did that. Yeah, this trilogy uh, I had really not known a lot about, huh? other than uh, Mr. Richard Linkletter uh, was the director, <laughs> and I for all
4: three of them for yeah. all three of them. Oh, and
0: I, um, I. <laughs> When I hear the name, I'm left with a bit of a, of a of a bad taste in my mouth, despite the fact he's made amazing films across the board, except for the one that I don't particularly enjoy, which we've discussed here, which boyhood. is Boyhood.
4: Yeah. Oh, we haven't seen that, but you know what? You mentioned that movie. Did you somehow...
6: I thought Ethan Hawke was in that one, too. He is. He is. Yeah. He is. is. Okay, yeah. he was. Yep. All right, I thought so. Yeah. Wow. I didn't watch he it. No, no, he was the boy. No, he wasn't the
0: boy. But he might as well have been. Yeah. Um, because th- that film... Um, I, so this I, guy really has a thing with time. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Let it
3: go yeah. dude. Let it go high maintenance thing. It's,
0: yeah. yeah. He um and that's sort of why I was a little wary here when we were asked to do these episodes, because I didn't particularly I see boyhood and I know we disagree and we'll let's not get into the semantics because I already know that Not in front of people. Not in front of people. We yeah. don't we're gonna not we're in front have of happy faces. Yeah. We <laughs> don't argue ever. Um I find boyhood to be a bit of a gimmick film. Mm. Um and I was like, Oh no, I, this gimmick is going to go across, but now in a trilogy and, and I guess just because in, the, in the, uh, you know, the interest of time I will just say uh, this series I did not feel the same way and I'm excited to talk about it and why the difference is sort of there
1: Okay, so um, so okay, so you hadn't seen it before. Jamie, had you seen these before?
3: No, I had not. Knew about them? I knew about the third one. I remembered seeing a trailer for it and thinking that's a little strange. And then uh, looking at just because it seemed kind of, it seemed a little like, well, that's just a really basic love story. And then I, I think I googled it and was like, oh, it's attached to something. And then I got totally distracted got and it. never looked at it again. <laughs> so this was a great opportunity.
1: <laughs> and how about you guys? Last name basis. I'm just going to refer to you as that.
4: <laughs> um, I knew about the trilogy but I had never watched any of them. I think I maybe caught like parts of the first one on TBS. I feel like there was one year where it was always on TBS. Yeah. Um and so we just watched them this week.
6: I had no I'd never heard of these things. Oh really? I didn't know. I I it was on the strength of your email that I watched <laughs> like, yes, I'm all of this stuff that I saw Ethan Hawke's face for hundred, no, 300 and some odd minutes. Yeah, I hope yeah.
0: you didn't like five hours because you just lost them all. Oh, my God. <laughs> And yeah. Shivali, you, the, the interesting thing is is that this would be kind of the
1: films that I would be like talking about probably, because they're right. kind of in my wheelhouse. Yep. But I was not. Sh- Shivali, you actually saw these before me, right?
2: Yeah, I did. I, I knew about them before you.
1: Yeah, I know. That's, that very rarely happens when it comes to movies. But, but, but why, how would you see these, and, and what did you think about them when you saw them? Or why did you want me to see them?
2: <laughs> it's funny, actually. The first time I saw them, um, it would have been before you. Oh, well, really? Well, a couple of them, oh. anyway. Oh, yeah. it's the
0: prequel. Well, yeah. actually,
2: one of them one of them would have, was before you, I think. Okay. Yeah, and maybe it didn't hit me then, the significance of, of it. And um, I think after you, when I re-saw, the, the, um, goodness, it was before Sunset, and then I saw um, the subsequent two films, they just blew me away. Okay. Um, I, I love them. So you have the
1: longest history with these films. I saw them, um, I think I saw them a couple of years ago for the first time. And I kind of had this experience where I thought, um, I, I kind of wished I'd seen them when I was younger. I, I wished I'd seen them when I was like 20 years old. I was kind of like, yeah. Oh we
4: just had this conversation.
1: Right, right, yeah. Like, we, like you know, when you feel like you're kind of having the conversations that these yeah. two characters are having. I mean, yep. I
4: guess, I guess we're jumping right in. Um, I don't know if we're gonna be the lone ones at the table, Ooh. but we did not fucking like these movies. Whoa. Oh, These oh, were terrible. You we, know how a moment ago we, I said we like hated these. Movies. I said, oh <laughs> goodness.
6: I said, we, you guys sent us an email. It said, "Are you in?" I didn't even look at what it was. I said, "I said, I said, Shahir, Matt, yes, done. Let's do this." The only podcast he was about like,
4: movies. Fuck the movie pod guys. And fifteen minutes into the,
6: Fifteen minutes into the first one, I was like, "Oh my god, there are I three hate these of these. fucking guys."
4: <laughs> no, but to your point, I felt like watching these films. I realized if I had seen these in my 20s, Mm. I think I would have enjoyed them. Mm -hmm. And I think it is because it does capture what it's like when you first meet someone and you have that like butterfly feeling for them. But I think and I don't want to put words in your mouth, Pat. For me, it was one of those things where. The experience of having that was more enjoyable than watching for me, somebody else having that experience, Mm -hmm. because I was like, man, I'm sure when Pat I know when Pat and I first met, I was. Equally as pretentious and like (laughs) googly-eyed, but like watching someone else do it, I was just like, "Girl, please!" I was like, "Okay, I get it, you guys have sex." (laughs) That was was my point. I
6: was like, "This is the sort of thing. These are the conversations you have when you're very young, and and everything is like very esoteric, and you're figuring things out." And I like that. It almost gave me a it gave me a little bit of nostalgia Mm -hmm. um, for that time. But the entire time, I was like. If they have
1: sex right now, this movie ends. <laughs> Not far off from the first on the, on the first one either. No, Not far off. No. Okay, but this uh, I, I want to give us some context to these movies. Uh, first off, for our list Laura who, who requested these films. Yes. Uh, if you want to request films, don't. But you can email us in <laughs> at onlymoviepodcast She's like at seen gmail.com. Them, right?
3: What's that? She's seen them, right?
1: Uh yes. Okay. She has good. Seen them. Just checking. Yeah. Yes. Laura, this, would, you got,
3: this would be
0: a boring podcast if they
1: hadn't yeah, seen them. Yeah. You
3: gotta work.
5: Laura
1: this. has uh, emailed us, and t- Laura uh, uh, emails us in from Australia. Regularly, she's uh, uh uh we love uh getting Laura's requests. Um, we actually had to call a couple of her requests because uh, we did it. We she requested Nightcrawler, I believe. Yes, we did as yep. well. Um, uh, and she wrote us an email you know, asking us to do these films, and this is what she wrote about them. Uh, she said, I love how the real the trilogy feels. It's simple but effective in its storytelling. I think it would be interesting to discuss the effect that waiting the actual time between movies has on the process of making them. Do you think it works better here than boyhood? Uh, she has an answer for that. I'm not going to read out her answer. Um, uh, I'd also like to hear whether you feel the film takes uh, an unbiased perspective on the couple or if Ethan Hawke's character is the protagonist of the series. And finally... Uh, it's such an interesting use of the concept of trilogies. Do you have any other suggestions for unique takes? Can't wait for the episode. Uh, we'll probably have to rewatch them in preparation, but I don't know if I'm
0: emotionally ready for them yet. That's so funny. How long did she wait for the episode? About three years. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, we're bringing look, we just keep we should adding th- guests per year, and we review it-
1: them in 10 years' time.
0: No, let's not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the point of this is thank you, Laura. Um, yes, as we've mentioned before, our request things are closed until we find a more streamlined way of doing it, but you can write us in with your thoughts about about. about the Before Trilogy or anything that's going on right now uh, at OnlyMoviePodcast at gmail.com or get us on uh, our our Facebook or Twitter at OnlyMoviePod. Housekeeping out of the way. That's right. I think.
1: All right. All right, we have kind of given our, our our general impressions. I want to I want to take us back in time a little bit. 1994. Richard Linklater is a filmmaker who has just made a film called Dazed and Confused, which I'm guessing some of if you're not a Richard Linklater fan, you may. Have, I love that movie. You've seen Dazed and Confused? Yeah. yeah, it's a great movie. Um, and he basically gets the opportunity, or he he. He's traveling around the world with this film, and he decides, I want to make a film about an experience that he had in his life. So uh, when he had made his first movie, Slacker, uh, he traveled to a bunch of film festivals, and this was, again, 1990, so you would travel to film festivals in America by train. right? And so he did, and he met, uh, a, a, on an overnight layover in Philadelphia, um, he met a woman in a toy store by the name of Amy. And he basically did what happens in this movie: is he wandered around uh, Philadelphia talking to this woman, Amy, for for the entire night, and then, um, and then you know they kind of ca- they made some attempts to recon- reconnect with each other. Um, it obviously didn't quite work out, you know, and they kind of just fell off, uh, lost touch with each other. But a few years later, he decided to try and capture that moment. Uh, or that experience as a film. Um, And this is a slightly unusual experience because they decided to take uh, Ethan Hawke and Julia Delpy to uh, Vienna and not not quite improvised I think there's, there's a sort of misconception about this film being completely improvised it is it is tightly scripted but allow them to kind of contribute to what the story is and contribute to like how the story flows and then you know jumping ahead uh, the movie was a sort of moderate success it's kind of in that ballpark of you know films like reality bites which did really well around that period you know t- the talky 90s Gen X kind of movies um, but but uh, around 10 years later I mean as we know this film ends on a cliffhanger um you know people would keep asking do jesse and celine reconnect um and he and this is an interesting thing was that he decided he said he'd always hoped that the woman that he met in philadelphia uh amy would come to the screening of before sunrise and that would be how they would reconnect
3: he wasn't like married at this point was he uh That'd I, be rude
1: <laughs> that would just be rude
3: uh
1: i'm not too sure about uh, Link personal life maybe he was maybe he wasn't who knows is he now uh i He's like 50 something years old. Okay. I, I believe he's married with him. They, he's got he's got a daughter <laughs> as well who was in Boyhood.
4: Did they do it in the park? I, okay, you would have I mean, to ask Mr. Yeah. later. I just <laughs> want her <laughs> <water laughs> yeah. So an
1: interesting thing happened, uh, which is, oh, so obviously they, re- they reconnected, they made the movie uh, the, the before Sunset, 10 years later, which was kind of like the, you know, the reconciliation of the, of the events that happened. Sure, before, which sure. Delphi
3: wrote. co-wrote, right? Yeah,
1: the, and, and what happened now is they, 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 they became fully fledged co-writers on the film. They were nominated for an Oscar for that screenplay. Um, and then uh, they decided this was a thing. Ten years later, they did uh, "Before Midnight," which they were also nominated for an Oscar for. Um, int- an interesting thing that happened was that Linklater later discovered that, in, right before he made "Before Sunrise," uh, someone who kind of knew Amy, the original person uh, he met, uh, kind of pieced together that you know he was talking about her, uh, and wrote him a letter and, t- and informed him, unfortunately, that she passed away, like oh. right before. Oh. Wow. Uh, he went off to make before sun uh, before sunset.
4: Wow! Before uh,
1: sunrise, sorry, the, f- yeah. the first one. Yeah. Before he went off to make, before <sighs> she had just passed away, and that's what kind of spurred on the kind of the the idea to continue this. This is obviously again, uh, and we've talked about Linklater a little bit, um, and you've already, uh, Fran, you already mentioned his obsession with time. Uh, a film like Boyhood, which also takes an actor through ten years of his life, um, this is also you know in that wheelhouse, especially other films like Waking Life as well. So I just wanted to put the historical context into what these films are. My
4: mind in, is blown.
1: Right by the by the Amy story.
4: Yeah, <laughs> by all of it. But also, I feel like it's in, it's changing how I feel about the movies a little bit.
3: Okay. Yeah. I I still
4: I still I still, did, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm still not in love with them. But I think the second one was far superior, and I genuinely now feel like it was probably because. Of their involvement in the script, because as soon as we started watching the second one, I was like, I like both of their characters more in this one. And they felt more like fleshed out real people. Mm -hmm. And I'm now thinking that that's why.
0: Okay. So. I was just gonna make a comment. The story is sweet. The st- the, the <laughs> thing we just learned about is hundred percent lovely. I just I'm very glad they changed that he changed the plot from uh meeting in a toy store, which is a little bit wha- Creepy. Why like why are th- why <laughs> are she you wearing twenty the toy something? Store. Okay, why she is- worked at the toy store. Okay. <gasps> oh, okay. I guess that's half as creepy as what I was
3: You're you know, my sister, yeah. wait, Matt
0: my You dad. seem like the kind of guy that goes into well, toy yeah, I don't go yeah, into toy stores. R. I. P. Toys R Us.
3: I have to interject. My brother and his his now wife Met in a toy store. Whoa. Uh, he worked in the coffee shop across the street, and he would go in uh, and trying she to find there? reasons yeah. to talk to her. And oh, well, it, he went into it took okay. a summer, but now they're married with two kids now, so it worked.
6: I, I think far worse though would be having sex in
1: a park in Philly.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, way
3: more dangerous.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> You're gonna need more than one bottle of wine.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: Anyway, okay. So, but and the other thing that I thought was interesting is the reflection of. So the idea is that that we've got three films that are taking place over three very distinct time periods of people's lives their twenties their thirties and kind of in the precipice or just at the beginning of their forties and which which i would guesstimate the reason we asked you everyone in the room kind of reflects where we all are in our relationship or 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 is a reflection of the people that are in this room Um, so Matt, you guys want to explain your relationship just a little bit. Uh, you know, I know it's not a relationship station, but I think, you know, it'd be interesting just so that people know where we're coming from. So,
0: well, so we're we are dating. Yeah. yeah. We <laughs> met in a toy store. <laughs> I made a film about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I mean, Jamie and I are um, I guess we are we're we're part of this damned, I mean, millennial-esque sort of meeting type thing where we met literally on Tinder. It
3: was, um, it was magical. It's <laughs> magical. You tell it. You tell it. You tell it so much better. You know, we, just like I opened my phone. Yep. And this guy, he was there. This and is my he favorite was part. Like, I'm from New Hampshire, and I was like, New England. Cool. Me too. <laughs>
0: and that, yeah. And that's it. Because no, <laughs> no, there's more to that. I mean, like, uh, it's it's weird to sort of uh, meet meet someone and then get so close to someone through that means until it's not.
3: Well, here, yeah. Here's the thing. I've been on some Tinder dates. <laughs> they're most—they're mostly a disaster, or just really boring, or scary. Uh, and and you know, fortunately, like I met Matt, and I, you know, I very distinctly remember the date. Uh, and as it went on, I was like, oh, he's—he's uh, he's a real person. I remember thinking, like, <laughs> he's not like this isn't someone that I like saw on the app and was like, well, he's cute. Like it was—it was, it was uh, he was a real person that I, I had a, a real opinion of and a real ability to connect with. We ended up talking for six hours. On Actually, our first date, it
0: was like six hours. Yeah, yeah it was yeah.
3: funny because I had it was like I, I told my roommates like I'm I'm going out I, I'm gonna be back in like an hour and a half this is gonna be a quick were they worried date. they called Ooh. the bar no they oh. me, and we had gone to another bar we were like but, well let's go somewhere else and they were like have you seen a girl she's got short <laughs> hair is she okay and but you know I what that's, like, but that's guys, real because wow. even
4: you just said like sometimes c- Tinder can be yeah. scary and like oh. even when I was watching this movie. That yeah. was the thing I thought. I was like, girl, you mm. was about to get killed. Like, <laughs> I know that the movie ends up being a good thing, but I was like, you like never would I get that, off a yeah. train with some beautiful stranger. Beautiful. I was like, I watched too many episodes of Snapped, Cold Case Files, <laughs> all of
6: those. Is that the benchmark, though? It's like my Tinder date went so well, my friends thought I was murdered. Oh. I, I, I guess.
0: <laughs> Apparently, I don't know. And yeah, and now we've been together almost almost a year this month or, or sort of a little, yeah. It's like, Two yeah, weeks ish, technically, till oh. our one year almost. We we haven't decided when our anniversary will be, everyone. So, right. okay. if, if people like, want to like, vote, like <laughs> the, I'm bad at
3: remembering dates. Date, Is it no. the
0: swipe? Is it the first date? Is <laughs> it when we started dating? You know, so we kind of made an amalgamation of uh, sort of the end of this month, early next month, and we'll, we'll we'll nail it down. Okay.
3: But uh, to friend's point, I I thought that the first movie and like I'm not going to disagree at all because it's definitely the it. I think it has the least substance. But And I'm someone who, like, I like to feel things. Um, And to me, like, I was really invested in the first movie because it's so, it's like this rich, it's like eating frosting out of a jar. Like, you just, every moment is, like, think about, uh, listeners, Mm. think about, like, the best first or maybe second date that you had. And, like. How much you wanted to make out with that person in a quiet place and all of the moments leading up to that. Like this movie is that feeling. It's just it completely encapsulates like how you're just like drunk off of the idea of a person and uh, that I don't know to to the movie's credit. I'd never seen that in a film. And uh, I liked it. They're they're 23 in this. It's clear. Yeah, it, yes, like they're, they're yes. pretentious. Really they talk about like their stances on life, and you're like, all right, okay. You, don't, you, have you, an you haven't experienced the You haven't learned. World. You don't know anything. <laughs> Even like Ethan Hawke's character. Oh, by the way, I know I took notes for every single movie, and every single opening is a remark about a catty remark about Ethan Hawke's hair. But uh, Ethan Hawke, <laughs> like he. He spends, he even admits like he's in Europe traveling around because he got there because his girlfriend was studying abroad and she broke up with him. Like that's how it starts. There, it's young people who don't know very much. It's also
1: 1994. Yes, like well before, like you know, social media and like contacting people, probably before email is like prolific, right? Like 1994?
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. I
4: mean, yeah.
1: I, maybe in business.
3: I yeah. like That's before much, email. Yeah. Before email. Yeah. They're, emails, not, they're so. not in business. They're 23. They yeah. don't have anything to they're do. I,
0: I, think l- I, was, I think I was a freshman in, in high school in 1994?
3: Yeah, no, I was, I no, was, I was younger. I, I was in
0: high school and we didn't have email. I okay. mean, the no. test yeah.
3: is, when was the last time you got to be somewhere where someone was like, hey, I have a day. Do you have a day to just spend with me? That's and true. you weren't like, well, I... Need to check Instagram, my like yeah, yeah. like yeah. they have the opportunity to be detached.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right, last name basis. Well, how did you guys meet?
4: Uh, so we went to high school together, but we didn't date. Okay, uh, we ran into each other at a party at a mutual friend's house. But uh, Patrick was friends with a girl that lived in my neighborhood. Pat <laughs> is three years older than me? Two. Two years older than me. <laughs> <laughs> just to be accurate here. He's two years older than me. Um, and he was friends with a girl in my neighborhood that I thought was so cool. And when I was in eighth grade, I went to a party at her house and I had never drank before. I got wasted and <laughs> I got sick.
1: Wait, eighth grade is is how old? It's uh, 14. 14? 14. Yeah, yeah, we okay. just, did, we, just, we did, just did eighth grade last week. And sure. I, I still don't know the math. Okay.
4: 14. Okay. I got drunk. I got sick. I was really embarrassed because I, I was trying to be cool. And I remember I was outside sign getting ready to leave and Pat was like don't worry it happens to the best of us and I was like thanks <laughs> apparently according to her I was the, I was like the only person Wait, so you're
2: was... a
1: 15 year old giving alcohol no he was it. only <laughs> hey, he was 15 he was like, I don't, he go... was like don't worry kid it gets easier
6: <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly he what he already I had hair on his chest yeah. he was I don't, sipping a whiskey I don't at think the that's time. how that went but she said I was the only person he was person... doing the Captain Morgan <laughs> <laughs> I was the only person who was, who was nice to her and I so I planted a seed that that evening. Yeah. And um, then that grew into that the a no. beautiful flower <laughs> <laughs> garden or whatever. Listen,
0: plant, and without the gross connotation you just made, planting the seed is no joke when it comes to sort of dating. Like, that's that. There's a lot of, you plant seeds and things, and then you, then you, uh, that eventually grows into sometimes yeah, a relationship. And you get, yeah, absolutely.
4: absolutely. And so. Plus,
6: I was older than her, which made me cool automatically yeah. in high school terms. Uh.
4: So, <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. All of us are looking at this going, I don't think that's. That's outwardly. <laughs> I think it's outward. It we it, it
4: reconnected. Is. I was still in college and Pat had just graduated at a friend's party and I was like, Do you remember that happening? And he and he and he was like, No, I don't remember that at all. Because I was
6: wasted. I, was I was on a rager. <laughs> yeah, that
4: was, that was, and did she, friend, Kidding, did you turn
1: around and did you say,
0: it happens to the best of them?
4: <laughs> yeah. i <laughs> like, keep yeah. your chin up,
0: kid. Yeah. Yeah. Standing on a Captain Morgan <laughs> barrel.
4: <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, we reconnected and started dating. And we have been married now for almost five years. And we've been dating for 12, 13, going on 13 years. Yep. Okay.
5: That's it.
4: Yeah. So we've, we've lived together for a long time we've lived in different states we have two dogs um so we have like all of the (laughs) serious relationship responsibilities short of having a kid right um and i don't know i definitely think that that colored you know like i said before my perspective on this film where i looked at the the first one and i was like oh yeah that's definitely what it's like when you're a kid yeah um and then i think that that's why maybe i liked the second one more because I could relate to that age and I don't know I felt like Julie's character she seemed to know herself more and be less of just like a vessel of like, mm, like oh, I'm so young and cute. Like, yeah. <laughs> they were
6: definitely children in the first one and and I really, really, it did make me nostalgic like I said before. It really made me think like, wow, I used to have conversations like that and and with like anybody who would have them with me. I yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. used to
4: talk on the phone. Oh, I just remember us talking on the phone for like six and seven hours and me having to go to class the next morning and thinking, oh my god, babe, it's like, 5 a.m. and I have to get up for class in two hours. And Patrick would just be like, "No, it's okay. Keep going." And we would just like be having just talking about nothing, but like you know, trying yeah. to impress the other person. And I just graduated to be funny. college. I
6: didn't have a job, so there's that. You're, you're I was like, "I can talk all this night." Is great. Well,
4: he got he got fired because like after <laughs> the he first up all night talking. Yeah, well, because one night like he came he came to my New Year's party, and it was one of those things where he was like, "God, I'm supposed to work tomorrow, but I'm probably just not going to make it." And they said, "If you don't come," In, you're gonna be fired I and mean, wow. he, he got fired yeah. so
6: to be fair I didn't ever go back to find out if I was fired I just, I just, <laughs> just fired. took him at their
0: word you could still technically work there right now
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> I'm probably still on the payroll <laughs> you're
4: the manager <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. you're probably promoted.
4: the anytime a table like gets dropped everyone's like oh that was Patrick's, Patrick's table, table.
6: <laughs> like, <laughs> I was a waiter
4: yeah
1: so but did, I guess for both of you you guys uh, everyone in the room basically did the conversations in the film kind of mirror uh, those first conversations that you had with your respective other.
6: No. 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 Okay. No. But I probably not.
0: I will say and and we'll sort of circle back to everything, but the the f- it did a good job giving you the feeling of the type of conversations that for instance that Jamie and I had or the feeling that I was having while having conversation. It didn't feel like the same because obviously Jamie and I weren't 20 uh, 23. Nobody likes you when you're twenty-three. That's a that's a song that the kids Nobody used to listen to.
3: Actually, I have to tell you something. Oh no! I'm um, 31. It's okay.
0: Uh, uh, but it's like but but it did a great job. It did a great job as sort of giving that um that sort of emotional through line uh and making you feel like that. Now actually to Fran's point, I kind of tiptoed back and forth between really enjoying the first one and kind of rolling my eyes at the first one because I think A, because it was very like you want to talk about reincarnation. It's oh. like the, the 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 things in these films, and they got gradually less and less. And I think it actually is a young person to a to to just aging. Is when you're kind of stuck and you don't know. You're excited to talk to a person, you don't quite know what you want to say. You just have no transitional ability. Like you have the transitional ability that I used when I turned the astronaut thing back to this film. Just horrible, <laughs> horrible transitional ability. So you wait for those like seven seconds of natural silence, and then you're like. I, I'm thinking about converting to Islam, and then it's like, oh, like what? like it, like, but you didn't talk about anything like that beforehand. And They're also just
4: trying so hard to impress each other. Yes, right. You're like one time I read a study that talked about how this thing and that thing. And I also think that my perspective has been. It's sh- just like, sh- you've listened to this podcast, right? <laughs> I know, but here's the thing there's some, but but again, this is what I mean. That is really fun to have. For me, it's not fun to watch someone else have it. You know what I mean? And so I was just like, okay, now I'm just... I'm watching two people flirt with each other for a really long time, mm. and I wanted something more to happen. The big, yeah, the big takeaway,
6: the big takeaway was like, you should go out and have these conversations if this appeals to you. Right. That's how I felt. I was like, oh, I kind of wish I was a kid again, having these conversations, just at least for a little while. And then I was
0: like, I don't want to watch this. It's ten minutes in. <laughs> I pinged on it like a like a, a heart monitor. Like I was like, oh, this is cool. And oh, they broke it. And oh, this is great. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I feel it. And, oh, they broke it. <laughs> um, we've we've gone through uh, the the two of are sort of the core quad miss relationship to one whatever I don't know how you position that <laughs> Shahir and Shivali do you want do you want to explain the story of how we met
2: I think you should do you do a much better job <laughs> yeah you you kind of
1: made a movie. I, I we have made a film about how we met. No, we made a film oh, but, about but, how but, we met. But uh, but but okay. So the context is as well is it's that we are the
2: four sunrise.
3: <laughs> yeah, we are the
2: ghost. It's writers. called how <laughs> and Shihab right. met. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but but uh, the for context in the room, we are. I think we're the oldest people in the room, right? I yes, think so. I, th- yeah. I expect so. We have a child. We've we been married for 13 years. We have. And, and we've been together
2: for how 15 long? 15 years.
1: 15 years. She remembers this much better than I do, but we just had the 13th anniversary, which I forgot about. Um, way why, to go. Yeah, way to go. Congratulations <laughs> to me. Um, but how. Uh, we have made a film about this, but I, I, the thing that I think is really interesting about about the entire trilogy is the way the first film is a moment and then the second film is a reflection on that moment it's like well what did that mean how did this actually work you know and it's and the third film is basically examining the repercussions now that these this couple have been together for so long yeah so i'm i've told our story on film i've told our story you know a lot of times i'm curious what your impression so you know i mean if to, to save you you know the the backstory is that we we met in college kind of we were both. You were
2: teaching. I was teaching. Is that right? I think I was doing my PhD at the time.
1: And I was teaching, and 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 so we we kind of we would cross paths a lot, and then and and we then, noticed
2: each other. Yeah, he remembered me as the girl in the red hoodie.
1: That's right. I remember you, the girl in the red hoodie. That's beautiful. Yeah.
2: I remembered a, him as the tall Indian.
1: The, that's <laughs> the that's, tallest
2: that's, Indian I've ever seen in Wellington. <laughs> I need to meet this guy.
1: <laughs> Trust me, if you've met me long enough, that's all I got going for me. Um, but, 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 but so the, the, uh, I guess the interesting thing as well is, is to, to also put it in context, um, we, we have been dating since before people owned smartphones. So, so, so we, I guess our experience may be... Well, you guys as see, well. Yeah, yeah,
4: I mean, smartphones... The iPhone came out while we were dating, right. but I was always a technology girl, so I always like had right. a phone or whatever thing that did the cool gadget stuff. So.
1: Yeah, okay, and I guess I guess what I mean by that is that we, our our courtship. courtship kind of felt like this where we were walking and talking, but but there was also kind of a a sort of a um, an air of I will say it an air of magic to the way we met. Do you want to?
0: He's going to call it magical, then toss to you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll just try and set the scene then. So it was, I don't know, 1 a.m., 2 Mm a.m.? We met in a bar. (laughs) Magical.
1: Uh, Magical bar.
2: (laughs) I think I'd left my handbag or a phone or a card, so I'd just gone with my buddy Richard. Mm. Um, At the time, I was an instructor, a a fitness instructor, which cracks me up now Mm -hmm. because... (laughs) <laughs> I'm not that person anymore. <laughs> but anyway, we'd gone in there. I was with my buddy. And um, here was actually about to leave for the US. We'd never met before. And he'd been talking to his friend about, you know, I've just been thinking about this girl I always see around Wellington. I've, I've never had the guts to see her. You know what? I forgot the time we walked past each other.
1: We, yeah. Okay. So it, rewind. So, so a little rewind here is that we used to cross paths. Uh, and and I, uh, I, I remember remarking to a friend, if the, I was about to leave the country and there was only one girl I kind of liked. And I'd never met her. I had no mm. connection to her. I didn't have any sort of like way to talk to her. So I said, okay, the next time I see her, I'm going to like. I am gonna say something, and then you realize when you like have to walk up to a st- complete stranger and say something, it's like the most awkward thing in the world. Like it sounds romantic, but it's kind of creepy. Um, sure. And so we were walking towards each other, and I was like, I was pumped, I was ready, I was ready. I dude. smiled. And that just
0: threw me, and I <laughs> just <laughs> kept walking
2: because <laughs> that threw. That he looked down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no.
0: Did he put his hand above his eyebrows yeah, I'm and I was like sort she of... sees me? Oh no! <laughs> Keep well, walking. there's
4: nothing worse than like over planning for a moment and then it never happens the way that you want it to and then
1: but then subsequently so you can this is where you come back
2: so Shahir saw me walking into a bar he was with his buddy he was about to leave for the u.s um in a couple of weeks he said oh my god there's that girl we have to go in (laughs) and so he came in um and he's trying to build up the courage to come talk to me and um he didn't need to because because i'm a i'm a brave confident woman
1: yeah, and, and, and also you'd had a few drinks.
3: <laughs> just, just one it or helps, two. It yeah. helps. It helps the confidence. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I walked up to Shahe. Mm. I slid my phone. It wasn't a smartphone. It was one of the, you know, the ones. The, the Nokia. No- Noki, right? Noki. yeah. yeah. oh, yes. I slid it across and said, probably not the best time for us to have a conversation, but I really want to get to know you. You know, give me so your number. So she
1: kind of did the, wow. the thing that I thought I was going to do. And I think... Yeah, it, it, and you know, it, I, so if you've seen the movie Swingers as well, like there's that conversation you have after someone gives you their phone number. It's like, oh, when do I call back? Is it three days? Is it three days? Is it like, you know, like, you know, when do you do it? And she called and she called and we were I was having a conversation with my buddy, uh, you know, doing that thing. And she called back like then. So it was like she called back within 10 minutes. And then we spent the night doing the, the before sunrise mm. kind of conversation. But over the phone. No, no, oh, in person. Oh, you yeah. just decided
0: to meet up right after. Yeah, we I just
2: talked and talked.
0: And we walked, and I think We know,
2: didn't have those kind of conversations, I can tell you that right now. Right.
0: No, we, we never didn't. have those conversations. <laughs> I don't know. I could picture young if it, the conversations that even Shahir and I get into about just random nonsense bullshit, but just the younger Shahir. No, <laughs> oh <here>. my god. <laughs> like, oh my
1: god. Take the obnoxious level and dial it up by like five. It, well, <laughs> <laughs> at a minimum. Um but, but so so I guess to the, to that point, uh, in terms of these movies, we, we've we been through... Uh, I, what I think is interesting is that Matt and Jamie, you kind of responded, I'm guessing, strongest. Matt, you're sort of 50-50 on the
0: first movie. No. Uh, no.
5: Oh, no? Okay. We just, mm-hmm. okay. You're, putting, you're uh,
1: putting words in your mouth?
0: Okay. That's my, that might be what you think we Ooh. were. Okay,
1: Patrick and friend, you kind of responded to the second movie?
4: I would say if I had to pick... The movie that I liked the most okay. out of them, I would say there were more elements of the second movie movie that I liked. Okay, but overall, I was kind of like. <laughs> yeah. So my my my, <laughs> my my grand
1: mathematic plan that I've been like drawing on a or drawing on a whiteboard for the last week doesn't quite plan. No, for your but. serial killer map will not <laughs> yeah, work. What, here. So
4: then, which one did you guys relate to the most, or or okay. connect with the most? I guess. Do you wanna go first.
2: You go first. Okay. No, I, I'll go first. Okay, go first. Uh, I think the the last one.
1: Yeah, the third one.
2: Uh, well, to, to be fair, really? for
1: me, I love the entire trilogy. Me too, yeah. I think Me so as well. I, I, I love all of these movies pretty equally. And I think the, the reason I... I, it, it, for me, it's hard to separate them as three movies. Now I kind of see it as like three points in a story right. that is ongoing.
4: I love the car ride in the third one.
5: Yeah,
1: like I just
4: think like, the writing. I just the writing was so much better in two and three, and like that's what I mean in the sense that my perspective, just you telling me that the actors were involved in the writing process, yep. mm-hmm. made me think like oh, okay, that's why those conversations felt more realistic, like them lying to their kids about not going to the, the, to the, ru- the, ruins. the ruins. That was
6: such a good moment. That was yeah. such a good moment. I felt moment. like that was one of the most real moments and in all three making films.
4: And like, them being playful with each other, like, that definitely reminded me of me and Pat's relationship because even though we did talk a lot, early in our relationship, our relationship has always been about like being funny and poking fun at each other mm-hmm. and like taking the piss out of each other. And when you see a couple do that, for me, I'm like, oh, that couple really loves each other because that takes a level of trust to know that the other person's not going to hit below the belt. Um, but they also know you enough to know how to push your buttons and yeah. make a joke at your expense that you're going to be like, all right, you got me. Like that was good. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: um, I, I also think the stakes in the third film are much higher than the first. Yeah. In the yes. Yes. Well, they've been built up. Yeah. it's it's entirely well, you know, they have children now. The stakes are like. Are uh it's not just a case of like we're gonna separate. They're full-fledged
4: f- people. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's 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 you know, there's there's much more around them. It's also the first film. Uh, where they're talking to other people. Yes. You know, like we don't see yes. that person a person's animal. We I, were
6: so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, a new person?
0: Wait. And then and then they kind of blew it. What do you mean in the first all they did was talk about blowjobs. In the first oh, the one, yeah. really in the first film, on the third film, that's all. But in the first film, they talked life. to people, they talked to those random cow people that were doing oh, the play. And, the, and why the,
3: why the weird guy doing the, the poem Everyone was so Vienna a mystic gypsy. Yeah. Every single person was like, I'll tell you a fortune. I write you a poem that tells a fortune, like every single person. I kept every, thinking they were they gonna they get mugged. And I was like, oh my god, like, run you run wanna lottery tickets? Like there was nobody like every that.
0: Every time, <laughs> Jamie's like, all right, who in the scene is gonna be the mystic gypsy? Like, <laughs> who, like, and it would always happen. And we're like, well, <laughs> all right.
2: I, I think you know your own experiences really. Cloud, how you see things, right? So I've been to Vienna, and I went by myself. I was at there for a conference, but I I went to the museum at the time, and they're displaying a painting, The Kiss, by Gustav Klimt. Mm -hmm. And I'm not an art kind of person, but I literally – I told you about this. Mm. I stood in front of this painting, and I just – I cried. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. And so for me, Vienna is just romance, love, beauty. And that's that's how
4: I kind of viewed – It's definitely a love letter to Vienna in that way, because – even at the end of the film when they show you like all of the locations that they were at, I was like, oh, okay, like that's cute. That like, I, I, I got that. But again, if I had experienced it, I think that I would have been like, wow. Mm. And instead, yeah. I was like, I'm watching a movie about a place that I haven't been to that I know is scenic and beautiful, but it's also being captured to, in 1994. To, <laughs> to its
6: credit, though, too, and especially from the point of view of, of people as young as they are, that's kind of what traveling... Yeah. In yeah. that capacity is like being approached. The people who approach you are all people who like want to give you something for a little bit of money. Yeah. yeah. You know, so like it's kind of true to that experience in its own way.
3: And that end, that end scene where they show everywhere that they've been. But, they're you know, it's like the next day and they're mm-hmm. not there. I actually really enjoyed that, not because it was specific to Vienna, but because it was like an alley with some milk crates in it. Like yeah. there was it was stuff mm. that that was significant to them, that, like to them. But then not significant they were, to anyone yeah, else. They yes. yeah. were, it was like the most important place in the world. But then like as the sun rises, they're not there. It's some milk crates and there's like a straight cat yeah. next to it. Like, it's not a big deal.
0: I mean, yeah, there's yeah, it's just like they're they're so I like that concept, and when I saw that in the film, I, I just started thinking about because we're all New Yorkers, uh, that, that like all of the places that we sort of think of or like that we pass on a daily basis at some point, Someone's had that moment that these characters were, at, and this is me getting a little too romantical for my own good. But like, someone's <laughs> had that moment at these random ass bullshit places that we walk by oh, yeah. every day. Just people like people have did.
4: fucked all over, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: exactly
4: every spot you've been yeah. at. But I'm, but but, but <laughs> I'm just
0: saying you should have picked your chairs correctly in the room. But listen, <laughs> but the, but the point being, the point being, that is a hundred percent true. People have fucked everywhere. But in addition to just straight fucking. <laughs> That people have had people like, have made love. People have made love. But, <laughs> but they've also had romantic Somebody held some or hands. Romantic.
3: Babies have been born. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. so well,
0: like, maybe conceived
1: rather than born. I don't know, about but it. it just I
0: liked I liked the, the, the idea of thinking about like mundane places meaning something specifically mm-hmm. important to individuals whom are not me. Yes. And that is something that this film I, I think I I didn't actually have a fully grasped like I like or don't like this film until sort of that moment and the end of the film and I I remember once I was sort of doing the roller coaster thing like I talked about before and then at the end I liked it Mm. and but then I wondered
4: did you just like it because it
0: was over? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. That's why we liked it. We're That's, like, yeah. Was. Link letter. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Uh, did I just like it because I knew that the story was going to continue? Like, I'm very curious if I, because I'm not a fan mm. of weird, non not, not, not weird or nonsensical, those are both the wrong words, of endings that are not endings. Mm-hmm. And this is a thing where it's like when it sort of leaves you guessing, like, I was pumped because I was like, I can't wait to see like if they actually did this or not. Yeah, not, we and knew I there knew. was another movie. Right. Yeah, right. And if Jamie we did hadn't something
4: known that. So how would you? So that makes me wonder how would I have felt if I had seen the movie in 1994 yes. when there was
0: no exactly. Yeah. Uh, and trilogy. Jamie Jamie did something incredibly interesting and I think kind of uh, detrimental to her mother uh, about these <laughs> films. So so we we had oh, the mom. idea Jamie was like oh my god like what if you watch these films in reverse. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think
3: it's detrimental. I think it's probably the same experience. <laughs> <laughs> so but I was so like, you did. You, you told your mom you know, to watch them reverse. Yeah, because my mom was like, oh, this sounds like interesting. She hadn't heard of them, and she was she kind of wanted to see them. She likes Nathan Hawk. Yeah. Uh, so I told her to watch them in reverse, and she was like, yeah, I'm game. So I don't know. We'll see how that goes. We're going to see how it goes. I was
0: hoping she'd finish them before this be, podcast. I think it'd be
3: fine. I think I'm going to call my mom and be like, what did you learn? She's going to be like. Uh, you know, well, same so, stuff. There's <laughs> one <laughs> thing.
1: There's one thing I want to talk about with with respect to something that Ethan Hawke says in the fir- in the very first film and it's echoed in the third film, and that is this idea that I'm a time traveler from the future, right? Like he says, he says this is uh, this is uh, th- this is his like game plan to like get her on off the train is like I'm a time traveler from the future and I'm here to remind you or to inform you that the person that you're married to. 20 years from now is actually an okay dude because the guy you got off the train with wasn't that great. And And now, you know. And
3: and he's obsessed with writing about that concept. He's obsessed with
1: writing about time as well. And then what happens is um, so I think my experience is slightly different, which is that I've seen the trilogy like three times now. And every time I watch it, it's a different experience because I watch it as a time capsule. So when I watch it now, and I don't know, because you watched it, Shivali watched it a couple of times as well, is that that first film kind of um, transcends into something beyond like just this meat cute, it has this kind of mythic quality to it because it's the it's the starting point for this greater story that continues. And then those moments where we see the empty space left behind are kind of like remnants of the of that time. And it's something that 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 gets echoed in all three films. It's something that Ethan Hawke, talk uh, his character talks about a lot. His book is literally is called This Time, That Time. Um, he um, the poems that he recites are about the passage of time. Um, everything that 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 he kind of deals with in this film has to do with the idea that time is just is marching forward, but it's not it's not evaporating. It's not like uh, you know they're rushing against time or anything like that. What's what's sort of happening as this becomes a series is that the whole series becomes a time capsule. It, like, reminds you of these three periods of time, and they're all different, and they all change, and they all change every time you watch them. And what what I find is sort of interesting is that, like, when he says, I'm a time traveler, I kind of watch and go, that's kind of like my experience of watching this movie. I'm traveling back in time to watch that moment when you first, you know, when you first connected. And I know what happens later on. And so I, I that's... That's this idea that's again echoed in Boyhood, you know, like it's that it's that notion of seeing time pass um, uh, very slowly and seeing like the the evolutionary changes. And I think it's something that really is beautiful in this film. It, it's something that really touched me this
0: time around. Here's the <laughs> thing: it's beautiful. I think I think it's beautiful in these films. Sorry, I, 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 the only thing I will say is in Boyhood, it was not. I did not find it beautiful whatsoever. It was. It was. I 100
2: percent it... agree with it. By the way. Okay. <laughs> it was just because this, and, and and I think
0: and I. Think And I don't know if... Again, if I had seen that first film and not known that there were other two, or like so, if seen it in a weird order or anything, I don't know if that would be the case. But uh, the magic that I think that this film has, in, in spots or these, this trilogy has, I think is completely that specific time, time magic, temporal magic is lost in Boyhood for me. Sorry, Patrick, I kind of half cut you off.
6: No, no, no. I, I was, I was, I, have lost my train of thought. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, but I'm sure it was, it was some sort of negative uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, just I, that's all You're I can tell you for because, sure. Because I. I'm so, and this is going to be the weirdest sentence I've said in a long time, I'm so happy that both of you didn't like these films.
4: We were saying the same thing. We were yeah. like, I feel like we're going to be the ones that don't like <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I will say this, I, and not from a skill craft perspective of filmmaking, but I didn't particularly like the third one. Oh, the third
6: uh, one was terrible. Was I was depressing. waiting for us to get there. It was whoa, bad, but the worst whoa. part about the third one was this. They reduced her, who, who her character she became, became so awful. She became That's this true. really well rounded, really mean... strong person in the second one. Yes. She
4: became a harpy bitch in the third one. And then one. in the
6: third one, she became completely two dimensional. She created all of the conflict herself, but you couldn't really get a read on where it was actually coming from. It just was coming out of nowhere. And then, and then this is the worst part at the very end, when he does the whole I'm a time traveler thing, and he, she has literally 10 minutes prior said, I don't love. Love you anymore, and that's it. And then he does his little bit, and she goes, "Okay, yeah, all right, that's cool." And it like reduces that whole thing to like a, a child's
2: fit almost. Yeah, hmm. I, I I
3: didn't I didn't dislike the third movie. It was I I agree. Like it was frustrating to watch because you're you, like the car scene it. happens, and you're like, I want to have dinner with this couple, and then you're in the hotel room with them, and you're like, I want to get out of the hotel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but then, then that like, last ugh, like. Yeah. Two minutes it started, and I was like, Okay, I can see where this is going, I like it. And then the last thing that happens, I was like, fuck You like, it, it, well, yeah, she it was also, like, She gave it up I also, movie for she, me.
4: I also just felt like her character, I don't know. And again, it's so interesting to me that to know that she was part of the writing process for the third one because I saw third, that second and third, the second and yeah. third, yeah, but. I saw her character, and I instantly was like, Ugh, "Some dude wrote this." Mm-hmm. She's like starting arguments with him. She's like planting the seed that they're gonna that they're gonna break up, and then like suddenly so she got to take her titties out. Yeah. I was just like, "Who is this for? Yeah. What that is going on?" Boot- like, she's not a real person. She's just being so naggy and awful. The whole thing was pretty extremely oh my God.
3: intimate, oh my but God. that was both of them. I was like,
4: "Ethan, Hawk, stop it!"
3: Yeah, yeah, but I
6: but Get again, that tit out of your
4: mouth. I was Ethan. also like, "Who is this for?" I was like, "Who is this for? What is happening?" And then I just thought she was so. She just was so nasty, and they framed him as kind of like, "God, this is so unfair how she's treating
3: him." And but, but that brings it to the question that the, the viewer said: of Is Ethan Hawke the protagonist in, the, in right. the story? Yeah, that's
1: the that's the question I kind of want to raise
0: now. And did guys- he
3: cheat on her? Because he I didn't know, actually say. Or
0: did they both cheat at
4: some
3: on each point? Other. Or but, wait, I do I do want to say, like, yes, yeah, she was really antagonistic in the entirety of the third movie, uh, but. It's built off of a place where she's insecure about him wanting her to change her life. She constantly is like, "You want me to move to Chicago." And he's like, "I don't think we should talk about that. Stop it. I never said that." It happens multiple times. And then, in the last scene, he's like, "But like, would you move to Chicago though?" No. And then like she keeps saying like, "I think that you think that you ruined your life to be with me." And that's horrifying. And then there's that moment where, can, can we go into spoilers? I mean, we oh, kind of did. We spoiled we, okay. yeah. everything. Yeah, I, I don't
6: think you can spoil it's
3: these justified, movies. justified <laughs> yeah, a lot of talking. I want to get back to that. She's super harsh the whole movie, I agree. But she's harsh coming from a place of insecurity. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, offhandedly is like, I used to sing, I used to be creative. The, what happened to that? I missed that. And he says that line where he's like, I love the way you sing. I wish you'd sing more. He was I like, and if you weren't up, like, well, why do not you actually says, look after says, our child? He says, yeah. I fucked up my life because of the way you sing, and it validates everything that she said. But she's then he about. also
4: goes, maybe if you didn't spend so much time bitching, you could have be been like a fucking concerto, yeah. you know, guitar player. And I was just like, you are a dick. The like, whole thing yeah, is tough. I yeah. a lot too. of tough stuff. Yeah,
2: he was. So, a, I he was like a jerk. The whole I, I feel
1: like series. we have a different opinion about this this whole thing, right?
2: I don't know if it's a different opinion, but maybe just yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess my view on it was that she was coming from a place of working and looking after the twins. Yes, that's all she does, and uh, quite frankly, yeah, I can relate. Yeah, yeah, and, and I that, mean that's what I do.
1: That that's the thing when I was watching it as well is I I didn't think she was two dimensional. I didn't think that she was unrounded. I thought she was. I think you know like this question mark that the film sets up at the very beginning of the film is. Um he, uh, uh, Jesse is is afraid that he's missed the opportunity to spend time with his with his children Hank with his son Hank and, <laughs> Who and the kid yeah, Hank. No
3: honestly Hank <laughs> <laughs> That's a grown up name yeah. and then a and great then point. but but that kid's fucked for life
1: But 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 Celine is kind of like in the position now where she's like well but what about my twins and my life you know like am I going to have to give that up and she I, I think she's really perceptive about what he's saying which is that he wants her to make the sacrifice and move to Chicago, and then the film is this like really strong push pull between the two of them, where where they both talk about the sacrifice. And I think what what I love about that is that reflects what it's like to be married. You know, yes. like everything. There's no that no one is right and everyone is wrong. You know, all the time. I that's that's the way I feel like when we get into our, well, no, Chevalier, no, you're always right, <laughs> I'm always wrong. Oh. <laughs> but 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 you know like. Every, I I found that last um, hotel scene. I think I I'll, I think it's one of the most extraordinary pieces of filmmaking I've ever seen. It is incredibly tightly constructed. That whole sequence is one of the most masterful long extended conversation scenes I've ever seen anyone make. I think it is it is. It, it's written so well, it's filmed beautifully, it's tightly edited. Every moment in that sequence matters, and not a moment is wasted in that, se- in that sequence. And, and, and so when, when we get to the end, and it's basically these two destroyed people. These two people who have like almost, you know, when she walks out the room and says, I don't love you anymore, I believe her. You know, I, I believe that's what she's saying. It's these two people that kind of have not a lot left. And what I love about that final sequence is that's kind, you know, like uh, maybe I'm speaking for, you know, what it's like to be married, but a lot of times we have arguments that are like end of the world arguments and then you go back and you're like, so what are we having for dinner tonight? You know, like, or, or uh, what are we going to do later on? You know, like you have these arguments that are like the worst things in the world and then you walk back to them and we don't, and what I love about like kind of. The ending of this film is we don't know if they're if they're actually gonna if this is this is actually just the last night before they're before they break up, uh, before they break up or if it's actually gonna continue, they're gonna come back in 10 years. We don't I know. I think the reason I think
4: I think the reason I think the reason that I see that so differently is that she planted that seed in the car ride. She was like, this is it. This is how couples break up. And and for me, that's why that you know all couples fight and right. all couples have times where you're like oh man this is a huge blowout and we both scream and we both slam doors and we both storm off and we have to cool off and then we come back and we're like hey i'm really sorry whatever and that's just part of the process and that's part of having a successful relationship is knowing that you're gonna fight and that sometimes you have to give in and you have to compromise but she started it before they even got to the hotel and so uh, to me that kind of made her the whole time we were like why is she being like the whole time they're at dinner or they're at you know having dinner with their friends she's just kind of like being like me 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 to him and i'm like why is she doing that why, so why i do have I, do that? I have a theory
0: i have a theory and basically it is so something this film I, i'm going to i'm going to praise it and then i'm going to tear it down <laughs> uh, something i think this film does incredibly well is because we're familiar with the two characters beforehand, we kind of know how they got to where they are in the third film. When they're in the car ride scene, passing is that uh, side note. Is that the Minotaur's maze? By the way, the, the ruins that they're passing in Greece. I'm not no sure. idea. Oh, either. I thought Wait. it was, and I thought that was a bit of a of a sort of metaphor well, of the entire thing about and being one of lost. the
3: characters' names is Ariadne, who is the builder mm. of the Minotaur
0: of the maze, maze and the so thing. I don't know. There could be some connection oh. there, but we didn't pay close enough attention to it's know.
3: Also, a thing in Inception. For the
0: Whoa!
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just not that knowledgeable. <laughs> it was all lost on me. But
0: um, so in that conversation, when he brings up something and she instantly goes to, I'm not moving to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, now that to me... I was able, because of the first two films and the craft of what they did, able to buy into the fact, because I think in every relationship, I think the three relationships in this room and a lot of the people that are listening's relationships in general, you know that conversation or argument that you go back to all the time, that you know the trips and the traps that the other person maybe even subconsciously sets to get you into the conversation to do something that you don't want to do. And that to me in that moment felt like she just saw the Warning, like because of the previous films, I was able to believe that she saw a warning sign even beyond what I saw. Yeah, and so oh, sorry, what were you saying?
3: No, I was gonna essentially agree. She she's antagonistic, really, th- and and narratively no, but she's someone who she's in her head all the time. She's anxious. I I related to her as a person a lot because she's always kind of like looking for the next. That's maybe wrong, or what's going on? That's different, uh, and and so her picking up on the Chicago thing wasn't her just being like, "I'm gonna be a bitch right now." That was her being like, "I can read you, yeah. and you want me to move to Chicago."
0: But the only reason that worked for me is because I knew there were sort of interaction, relationship, and, and I knew, and I've seen the history beforehand. Like this is a case, weirdly enough. Let's bring it back to the MCU, uh, where where that like because of the interconnectivity of the films, much like the Marvel Cinematic Universe in certain places, it worked for me because I had previous knowledge about a thing. Like that particular emotional moment would not have worked. Or I'm sorry, maybe not even knowledge, yeah. investment. Yeah, I, think, I had investment we, in the relationship. I think that is a,
6: a much better way of putting it because I think this these films have that effect that some films have which is now you've been watching it for four plus hours. Yeah. <laughs> so you are going to read in things that might not actually be there. I feel like at some point it begins like relying on its audience to say, hey, this is a couple. I know what it's like to be a couple. And so I'll just read in the things that just aren't there in this film. Now, I, I felt like I was doing that at times, and I was like, do I like that? Is that actually there, or did I just put that in there because now I've
1: stared at Ethan Hawke for four hours? Now that's the question, though. I, I, and and I, that's, By the way, I don't think you would meant to watch them back to
0: back, you know, like, they don't need to be watched.
4: <laughs> I mean, that's what we, we never did. Never looked yeah. at Ethan Hawke's <laughs> face for so it's long.
0: It's like the sun, it will blind you with its glory.
4: And I will like to circle back to talk about, what films they looked the best in? Okay,
0: because <laughs> that's important. We
4: have thoughts about that. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, uh, sorry. Well, I'll close that up because I'm actually very curious which films you yeah, actually I thought they looked I best in. I also want to
1: say I, I, I'm that. curious because uh, again, I so for for that third film, I, I think I agree with you, Jamie, and I, I think Chevalier, you're kind of on on this point as well, which is that the 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 seed has already been planted for this conversation about Chicago and and she is basically she picks up on on the way he's feeling and i what i love as well about the film and i uh, i i you know i cried during the first five minutes of this movie because of the scene where he's leaving you know and hank is going to the airport and all and maybe it's because i'm a parent or what have you but uh, but uh, like the thing going through my head was imagine if you know our son if i only got to see him in summer you know, and then he says that line to him. He says, "He says it was the best summer of my life," and and it just it's it's heartbreaking. I, I honestly that 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 moment was just
6: devastating. I will say me.
4: I felt for him, and I also felt for him because. She has such a great, re- like the kid is calling her. Yeah, and, like, yeah. that was and yeah. that was also shitty of her. Like she's like on the phone with him and like not letting. But him, but, but you
1: know. the, what what I love there as well is that he has got this perception of how his son, you know, is, is the best uh, summer of his son, and then he, he his son basically said... well. Uh, Celine says, oh, he made a girl during the summer. So it's yeah, got nothing to do with her. his first yeah. kiss, But he also right? didn't know about it. Yep. Know, she knew about because it. Because she has a different relationship with him. And right. she has a strong, you know, like, so he's kind of, he's feeling like he's missed out. And so, and she knows it. She, she can pick up on it and she knows that this means that I will have to sacrifice my life and then the other the dynamic here as well is that he is an artist that lives at home that writes these books that basically gets to indulge in like art and talk about
3: and also time. tell and all she's their business not yeah. comfortable with that oh, and no. she no. hates that yeah. he talks about their sex yeah. and like all yeah. the intimate details of her in the so, book so when they're at the hotel yep. and the lady
4: that's awesome also like, I was yeah. like oh, oh she just happened to have the copies of the books right. great yeah. so she pulls the books out and then like <laughs> makes her sign I felt so bad for her.
0: That was a pretty good scene. I want to say this. I want to say this. And I I will phrase this in the form of a compliment to the film, but I will also sort of backtrack (laughs) against it. I cannot stand... Films, stories, etc., about writers. Oh,
4: I can't. So
0: I can't stand it because the writers are writing how important writing is, and All I right. want to just strangle myself. And they're just but,
4: so successful, and they've made so much. And money. everybody
0: happens to know the person with, like, I, I, you know, what the author looks like in an obscure hotel in Greece. And they have both copies of <laughs> they have their both books. copies. They brought them to just work on, with them. at work. Happens to be there now. <laughs> He's now, the but,
3: Dan Brown. But her. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but I can't tell you what Dan Brown looks like. Oh,
5: Oh, Fair I enough. can. No, but, can I but, but she's but, checking
0: but, real into a hotel. <laughs> like you know the name. Right? It doesn't matter. But you don't if happen you don't to just have, have, have the books
1: with you. Books. She likes the book. She says it. I love these she books. Brought she, like books. She's obsessed obsessed
3: she brought both books. Harry Potter. She brought both books. <laughs> Wait, to you guys work?
1: have never been to a book signing where someone's turned Not out No, book signing. You have a I know. But like, if you knew that you're an author you liked was staying at the hotel that you were, you're just
0: going through the registry waiting to see what authors are coming, and you're like, you want to bring that book? Anyway, my. the The point is, is, I'm going to bring it back to a compliment about the film. (laughs) I didn't think about that in the moment until, like, I was actually reflecting on and moving past it because the emotional weight of what Celine was going through, and it was very clear that she wanted nothing to do with and that. And that
4: lady was a creep. Yeah, her eyes were all big. She was like, I'm so happy to meet you." And then, <laughs> me and my husband love you." I was like, "Oh my god, you guys are gonna get like roped into like a swingers party or something?" Like, <laughs> yeah. but what it, she it is does, trying to get with you? It also it
1: also <laughs> reflects that thing that Celine is. I, I don't think she's insecure about. She's angry about. You know, like she brings it up a couple of times is like, you know, what you want is an adoring fan and what you, you know, you think. And she she even at the table, she kind of like pretends that she is this sort of airheadish, you know, Mm -hmm. like uh, a writer fan kind of thing. And then but. And, and then we have this moment with the book, and then later we discover that that this is a long festering thing because she believes that he had an affair with the with someone with that fan.
3: was in
0: yeah with a fan Emily so from the
3: bookstore Emily from Emily the bookstore
0: from the goddamn bookstore. <laughs> well,
3: and what do we think? Do we think <laughs> that oh, he did? I think he totally of did. he did. because yeah. he, he, he didn't
4: deny it. No, yeah, he yeah. Deny. of course
0: he did. Yeah, he, and uh, well,
4: I kind of think I kind of <laughs> thought
0: he didn't. Really? really? You yeah. Would take care of Patrick? Yeah. Patrick, let's go into I'm, this. Why I'm do you think he guy did? The only guy
6: here who just—I yeah. would, just, would suspect that he would not have done that. I think he really was honestly trying not to give into that that argument. I think he thought that it was her being.
4: Insecure.
6: Yeah. More insecure. And he was saying, like, we're not going to go down this road. I don't think it's worth it. We no. should be able to resolve then this. Then he turned
4: around and told her, said that she gave some dude a blowjob. That's which, true. Which, again, is deflecting of, like, well, you did something. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, no bad at that me, point, that that I was made wondering. But I, he I, did it. Yeah. I got the impression that he I did love the line that, like, I
3: know how your did. French
4: ass works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. But it was also a matter of, like, hey, you looked the other way because I, like, slept with this chick. I looked the other way because I know you hooked up with this guy. And she didn't deny it. No, neither of them denied. Neither it. Neither of no, them denied right. it. So that made me think, like, okay, maybe it's so,
1: it's so strange because I I found her far more insecure and skittish in the second film. Like, I found like that whole thing where she was talking about how we didn't have sex, and then she re- and then she reveals, of course we had sex. I knew that I was just mm-hmm. testing you. And then she talks about how the the that night changed her her outlook on what oh, relationship are yeah. supposed to be like. Skittish. I found, I found that whole. I found her much more um, not. Insecure feels like it's de- de- um, derogatory. derogatory to her, but it's not. It's, it's kind of part of of where she is in her life at that moment. Well, she felt both-
4: more, but that to me felt more real and vulnerable because she talked about how that night changed her and made it hard for her to like be vulnerable and fall in love and like open herself up to people because she had this thing, and then he got to turn it into. Well, see, th- I guess I guess
1: maybe that's the difference is that I found that to be more abstract than the things that they're arguing about in the f- third film. The things that they're arguing about in the third film are much more concrete. They're yeah. like, yeah. I am pissed off because you want to move to Chicago, which means we're going to have to up in my life, right. you know, our life. We've got twins and I don't want to be by... Um, you're you know Hank's mother, you know, like she it's very concrete. whereas in the second film, I love the second film. I think that I adore the 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 ending of the second film is so beautiful. Second uh, film
6: might be my favorite. yeah, it's it's a gorgeous movie. It's definitely the best of the three. And he, uh, here's why it it it's much better than the first one because by virtue of having the first one, the second one can actually have a plot.
4: But that kind of goes tension. back to what you were talking about before, where you are projecting or you have an investment in these characters. Because no, no, of the no. First be, one. Be,
6: yeah, yes, yes, and no. It's not just the investment. I think it's the fact that story
4: there is a
1: story, but an actual story. Yeah, yeah.
6: movie,
4: but, but
1: the, that second film is. Uh, what I love about the second film is that it is a—it uh, is like a memory. You know, it's like mm-hmm. dealing with a the memory. They're basically having it's... to like relitigate what happened in the first movie, and they're t- and they're not like they're not even they're not arguing about facts. They're arguing about like what it meant. Oh my God, by the end of the second one, I was like, if I hear someone
6: say that night (laughs) again, I'm going to lose it. I
4: will say, I thought it was really funny that he named the book this and that, that, and then he makes the joke of this brought us together, that paid for the house. Right. I was like, okay, he got jokes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I thought that was
0: really clever. Um,
3: (laughs) as, As the person who feels uh, when they watch movies, we're all sociopaths. Uh, we, none of us, none of
0: us do else feel willing, things.
3: Here's the here's the difference: is I'm willing to disregard all facts and and <laughs> taste if I get a feeling. Um, uh, the, the, you're right. The chemistry of the second movie is is what you feel when you are when you haven't seen someone in a long time and you've missed them and you are just kind of like you you hit that energy of wanting to reconnect with someone. And I think the viewer kind of rides off of that in it.
1: Um, Especially viewers who'd watched the first movie and had asked that question. So, and again, uh, additional context to that as well is that, you know, like, it, it wasn't his most successful movie by any means. I think you know it cost two million. No. million. oh but, god,
3: how could that be successful? Uh, th- no, no, uh, that's
1: but like, that's it's, what I'm you saying. Know, people you know, walking <laughs> around a fucking park
3: talking uh-huh. for a really long time. But you and know what I love about if you're that? Invested. But we watched it within a week, so of course we <laughs> were invested. The other people had to wait eight years. Ten eight years. Yeah, years. Well, that's if like I went that's like a syndicated series. If I just watched that movie independently, I would have been.
1: Pissed. So what I love about that as well is that they, you know, again, these aren't movies that are like Feelings. super successful, but they're just go they're going back because they want to explore what is happening with these two characters. It's never a case of like, oh, we want to like make some more money or anything because they're not making money on these movies. Like each each of these movies cost 3 million. Most of the uh, the first one made 5, the second two made 11. So it's not like a huge wash, you know, uh, of money on these, you know, these, Wait, these made they- I could use like nine three, million dollars. What do you? Two, the
3: first two movies cost three million dollars yeah, to
1: make. but all three of them will cost three million dollars.
3: But they killed in merchandise.
4: <laughs> <do. The> little <laughs> Ethan Hawke <laughs> dolls. <Yeah>. Everybody, you <laughs> got to so get it. <laughs> <Hulk laughs> <Hulk laughs> yeah. I,
6: I got. I got the little dude selling poems, <laughs> yeah, suits, yeah. smoking <laughs> <laughs> <And, laughs> <and laughs> They're all Funko Pops
4: <laughs> at this point, right? They're all Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> they're like everything down to the belly dancer. Yeah, and and Celine's her teeth change in each doll. Yep, exactly. Oh,
0: and. Hank, Hank is real oh, no. hard to come by <laughs> yeah. because he's gone he's like all the collectors item. Collectors yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> item. The first one is an just,
0: embryo, yeah. the second one.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's just the box that yeah, like he's not
0: exactly. in. Exactly. <laughs> and you can get the car that they're driving in too.
3: I so. did I didn't think that um, I didn't think that there was no... I, I assumed that uh, they made the first movie with full intent to make a second movie. I didn't expect... Yeah. So, yeah. And, and That's like, interesting to yeah. As the last one was coming up, I was like, man, these poor actors have gone through this pressure since the first movie to to not necessarily change how they look too much because they're gonna have to do another movie where they play the same character and look the same. Well, no, but I think the thing... <laughs> this the, is a the
4: perfect the, transition <laughs> into this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the thing yes. is is that...
1: Is that the the process for these movies isn't like oh we've got a grand design like for this they have like
4: prosthetics they're they're more, they're more <laughs> like, like hey let's go back let's let's, let's go back 10 years from it.
1: now and figure out what what it is we what what it is we want to say about these characters and the i think the interesting dynamic is um Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy are about 5 to 10 years younger than Richard Linklater so he basically he's the architect of like this me- of what it's like to live in that period and they're the ones that are kind of filling it with like the content that makes it work. Um, there, there, there was another thing as well, which is that they both these uh, characters appeared in *Waking Life*. Um, so what there was, it, it, if you've seen Waking Life his sort of dream narrative movie no yeah I, I've seen it but I mean it, it like a dream
6: it
0: just, it's just it gone wait yeah. both of these
4: <laughs> it's, characters? Not about, it's <laughs> yeah. like not it's just yeah. a bunch of conversations a bunch but of, bunch of all rambling. animated yeah
1: it's a lot it's a lot like Slacker but it's a rotoscoped movie huh.
0: is it the animatrix of the before trilogy yeah. is that what you're telling me it pretty much is yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just
4: a bunch of like weird you know he's made like two or three uh,
0: uh, people uh, rotoscoped talking with movies weird
4: like yeah with animation he's, he's done Darkly
1: yeah Scanner Darkly as well it's um, but but and, and 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 these two characters appear
0: in that film, and it was kind of the At the tasting group.
1: Are they're well, I mean, do you want to? I, I can't remember the taxonomy of exactly how Waking Life works. But no, I'm no, t- not
0: not in the film. I mean, in the characters. I don't give a shit about yeah. that movie. I'm talking about the characters. When do we see, like? At what point in their lives do we see the scene in this in this film?
1: So they're in bed together, basically just having a conversation, and it's I between mean, the first and
0: the, the second, and no. the third.
1: I think you're MCUing it a little too much. I'm going to MCU <laughs> everything <laughs> into <laughs> the <laughs> fucking yeah. ground. Yeah, yeah, there's got to be canon here. No, yeah. no, it's just it's just the scene with these two uh, with these two characters. Okay, but and doesn't then it two matter years where later, it is. They, they decided to make a movie about it, and I. That's what I think oh, is beautiful. I'm sorry. This is before everything. This is no. This is before. It's between before sunrise one. and yeah. before sunset. So, oh, okay. but it's so, not like got but, you. But Copy. Here's the thing. And if you try to look at it like that, and before sunset, they hadn't seen each other for
0: ten years.
4: So, like, it doesn't oh, so eight it's eight after. Days.
0: It's yeah. after before sunset. I'm gonna timeline this. It's yeah. probably it's between the second and the third one that that takes place.
1: Yeah. No, you're not gonna it, get anywhere. It, with no. This. I, yeah.
0: Because
4: it came out when I was in high school, so yeah. it, it came out in like t- Wake and Life came out in two yeah. thousand. Like, 2000.
1: When, I, I guess my point there is is that is that I feel, what I love about this is it's it's the, the films are entirely about where these people are at their lives and they're going to just construct where they are at their lives. Well, that's it's why not, I
4: cared. Okay, listen. This yeah. is the superficial part. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. I thought Julie, I liked that Ethan <laughs> made a commentary on how thin she was in the second one because that's the first thing. I was like, whoa, she got really thin. Like her whole face was different. But I thought she looked great. I thought Ethan looked so Busted in the second <laughs> one <moment. laughs> I was like, he, looked, he
3: looked so he's rough he's always looked a little b- Ethan Hawke always looks a little bit like he's got like, like a, a bucket of chalk thrown on yeah. yes. well,
4: <laughs> <a> <laughs> I was busted? like did you know you were
3: shooting a movie
6: like, Busted is kind of his brand right? I guess
4: so the Prince of in Busted the <laughs> well, the but in the third I felt like he
3: looked a little bit I mean I think in the second one he looked
4: gaunt a little bit yeah. and yeah. then yeah. like yeah. in the
3: third I thought oh, he went to the Airport and that fucking vintage tea. I was like, "God, you're a father. <laughs> God, a, you're a father. You're a, a the, you're a
1: father." Holidaying in Greece. You don't give a fuck about anything. Uh, trust yes. me.
3: Well, uh, and he does. His character is a little immature. You. you yeah, he's got uh, the long hair. Yeah. I thought, he was a dude, bro. The whole series. Yeah, the whole but yeah. that's.
1: I. I think that's what. What attracts her to him. And but also what like really irritates her about him because now they're forty and he's still and the he's same. still that yeah, he's still the same guy. So that's why that argument kind of I I'm I don't know whose side I'm on, but I believe her side as well. Like I believe everything she's saying, that's and cool. I, be- I believe I believe who-
0: they
4: both believe what they're saying.
0: Yeah, right. oh yeah, they, in their own mind, they are a hundred percent correct. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, Shivali, who in in which, which films? Were the the characters the most attractive in your in your um, mind's eye?
2: Celine definitely in the second film. I mean, absolutely. she looked she, she looked, looked amazing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. the jeans, that great. top with the oh yeah. you know the black. Her style was like everything. Very cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, yeah. She looked beautiful. She was I think she what about
4: looked great. All three of them. Yeah.
2: She did actually. You're yeah. right. Yeah. She absolutely did. What she about aged very yeah, what about Mister Hawk? I just don't like the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm Hawk. He
4: looks
2: like he needs a shower. Yeah.
3: My first note is Hawk hasn't washed his hair since the yeah. second movie.
5: Yeah,
1: they even say that in the films. She she rags on him for his greasy
6: hair.
4: She, at does. Some point. It's, she and does. And
1: it's, again, it's it's interesting to watch these kind of in context now, like now having seen them and kind of going back to that first one and seeing how baby faced they both were mm-hmm. and how young they were mm-hmm. and like and how like ten years of smoking hasn't like that. you know hasn't kicked in yet you know. But in the second <laughs> film, it's it's like they. It feels like they've aged much, much more. And I think that's what's actually kind of beautiful and works about the movie is that you come back to these characters and it's like, where have they been? What have they been doing for this long period of time that right. we because haven't really there's
3: seen? A, there's kind of, I almost got the sense that there was a, a fourth movie written at one point that we don't see. There could because be. Because she talks, they talk so much about uh, the birth of the twins and the pregnancy and how dangerous and how hard it, was it was and yes. how she almost died. And, you know, they were in New York. She had to move back to Paris for it. And I just, I wonder if that was initially supposed to be another movie. It could have been. And possibly.
0: I, I think, so so for the the thing I had said beforehand about how the uh, the argument in the car felt like something that was familiar because we were invested in the characters and we sort of figured that that's something because we can all relate to that type of argument. The thing about the difficult. Childbirth, I feel like, was supposed to be a moment of like revelation and sort of help you key in to sort of everything that's been actually going on, and I don't think it works as well as the seed planting of the idea that he's sort of uh, you know sideline pressuring her to move to the United States.
3: No, but that's more. Realistic. I thought
4: that, that moment was her. I thought the moment was her revealing that he possibly cheated because as soon as he said that Pat and I went oh that's why she's been acting like this the whole time she's been thinking about him cheating this whole time oh, yeah. that's what all of this is because she's doing that impression when they're at dinner yeah, and she's like doing- mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you're like no, oh she's talking about yeah, whoever he slept right. with that makes sense I'm sorry
0: mm-hmm. uh, I, I think I might have misspoke I'm talking about when she brings up how difficult the mm-hmm. childbirth was like physically like how she almost died Right. Right. Mm-hmm. no
4: I know I, I hear you I'm just saying that like that moment for me gotcha. was the the, the that
0: reveal of like the the possible yeah, yeah. There's there, so I don't know. We're, we've been we've been chatting about this for a little bit now. The the thing about these films that I'm I'm while I didn't enjoy. I guess, should we get into final thoughts? Do we have more points to well, make?
1: Well, uh, we should answer... I have, I, have we I answered have the question.
0: questions that, that I think Laura set out for
1: us, which is, uh, Let's do, see. Do, do we feel like the film takes an unbiased perspective on the couple, or do we, or
3: do we feel like Ethan Hawke... <laughs> Ethan Hawke is the protagonist. Right. And I I, re, I related, and I, I, I think biasedly sided with Celine Moore in it, mm-hmm. but uh, Ethan Hawke is the protagonist, I think, in these films.
6: I didn't think so. I thought they were... I thought they were at least equally represented. It might have, I think he was the more sort of aggressive of the couple. Um, and, and that sort of felt like he control, especially the way it ended with him just being like, here's my little monologue. And she's like, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll stay with you. <laughs> yeah. And that, that kind of like put the ball like way into his court. But I think it was designed, and I felt that it was uh, an equal representation of both of them.
4: I thought it was equal in the first one. I think in the second one, he was definitely the protagonist because he was kind of like the catalyst for them reconnecting, and it was really about you know his sense of sense of urgency to leave in the book and all that stuff. Um, Yeah, and I think in the second one, it was also about him, you know, like wrestling with. His parenting abilities and the possibility of m- moving to Chicago. So I think it turned into his story. Yeah. yeah. I, I
1: I, mean, how do you feel, Chevalier?
2: Yeah, I, I think the focus was more on him. Yeah. I do, yeah. I, I guess my feeling, yeah, I,
1: I think, you know, Richard Linklater and Ethan Hawke have a stronger, like, they've made more movies together kind of thing and they, they're they always kind of coming back. Um, I, I, I though feel that. Um, that it really depends on who you're interested in. That's that's what I kind of like about the movies. Is that like the first time I watched it, I was really interested in his character. You know, the first time I watched Before Midnight, I was really interested in his character. The second time I watched it, I was really interested in her character and what she was doing. So I it don't kind know. of, I it, was
3: much more interested in Celine the whole time. But I feel yeah. like the protagonist is Ethan Hawke.
2: Okay, we didn't know much about her really. I mean, we knew she mm-hmm. had some sort of career, career, and we doing something kind of really. though. That's
4: what I was saying. Second, third, so, third one. God. I was like, oh, really, internet. real, so she a real person. Well, that's, 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 really?
0: that's that's the thing even in the second one we're watching him be crazy successful at a book reading. and we
4: don't know anything about her and right. then she just I don't know,
0: shows up there didn't seem that successful to it, it, like it was a book a reading in, book in France
4: and yeah. I
3: did like that she was like yeah. that's my favorite bookstore and I'm just sorry on a, a first book deal you are America. not going <laughs> yeah. on
4: a book tour across like uh, you're not leaving the country you're not yeah. doing
0: Barnes and Nobles no. you're doing like the little I gotta say the writers on writers thing it just does bother me it's 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 because it's not realistic. No, and and it reminds me, this is a tangent, but there was a a friend of mine who wrote a of story in college. You know, we all have fr- friends who made films in college. Uh we we made films, we in, made college. films in college. Yeah. Um and, and they're all this bad as I'm going to describe, but it was about a poet whose poetry eventually saved the world. Nice. <laughs> and I was like uh, uh, and, and obviously that's the extreme of this, what we're talking about. But every time I see a story about a writer writing and how the writing is important and and, and seeing, Fran, the 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 gleam in that woman's eyes in the hotel that you brought up, yeah. like this fucking zombie it's face. Like,
4: it's like the Carrie Bradshaw effect. She's like, I'm a journalist and I have this big apartment and yeah. I only write one column a week. <laughs> and everybody knows who I am. I'm on the side of a bus. It's like, bitch, that's not what being a journalist is like. Hey, She's she works for Vogue from season three on. Yeah. yeah, okay. She works for Vogue. I know people Still that come. work at Vogue Still and they come. all have roommates. Everyone <laughs> you know should, I
0: mean? <laughs> should listen to Everyone
1: should listen into speaking of Carrie? Sister oh, sister Podcast. Speaking of that Carrie, is that is drug. right.
0: Toss out to them, She's check out. Oh, okay, at they... least <laughs>
4: Jamie's roommate. So co- And I'm just of saying it, it does have that quality of like here is an idealized version of what it is to be a writer. You write a book and it's super successful, and then you go on this big tour, and there's journalist at your book signing sitting there being like, hey, I have a question. Well, what's your next <laughs> book to be like, well, you got you me the ideas. Way too a, much. You got another idea about another book, and you're like, well, I do. Yeah. I'm gonna tell I you know my next book. book. Like, what? Get out of here!
1: It doesn't work that way. I guess the only thing is, I never got the impression he was that successful a writer. But no,
0: so
3: here's no, the
1: deal. Never, there's never, not never like the throngs
3: of people. Like, he's, he's going on a tour. It's in Paris. not. Yeah. Like, it's not like the thing something. I
0: described. It's not like the thing I described about the the poetry that saves the world, but everyone. So it's a small bookstore for those of you who haven't seen it. If you get to that point, it's a small bookstore There's maybe like twelve people, fifteen people in the audience. Selene being one of them. Eventually, you sort of see that. But every one of them has this doe eyed, like looking like they yeah, just found all like, fucking Santa all like Claus.
4: Fresh well, and then nerds, they also have like. the thing. They have the thing of like people coming in off the street, like. Ugh. Oh my God! Is that who I think it is? Yeah. Like, people like <laughs> walking in off the street to like see like this book signing.
0: Yeah. So 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 the, anyway, I, I don't. I, I'm trying to think of how we even got to this this point okay, of this so the conversation. So the question was: Is, is Ethan Hawke's character? Oh, I think we've he 100 percent is the protagonist.
1: I, I, I agree. I, I think you can you can watch it in any way. I think it's kind of fairly balanced, as Patrick
0: was saying. I as think well. the first film the first film is very balanced. Yes. yes. Uh, and and then I think it skews more.
1: Um, her second question was: Is interesting use of the. Concept of a trilogy to tell a story. Uh, how do you, we've kind of touched on that. As she asks if we have any other suggestions for new takes, so I'll give her a list. Uh, of, of, of you know, this is not the first time uh, a filmmaker has taken uh, a single actor or you know and and done it over a couple of films. Is obviously in modern, you know, we've got the, the franchise building, but, sure. but, the, but this idea has kind of been around for a little while. There's a, uh, a fantastic uh, trilogy of films called the Apu Trilogy by uh, Satyajit Ray, uh, which looks at the same character at three different points of his life. Um, and then, you know, like Julie Delpy is also part of a, another trilogy of film by Christoph Krizalski called Red, White, and Blue, which features, you know, themes across three different movies. Um, what did you guys think about the fact, you know, the, the idea that it was a trilogy and that, that they they added up to something or did they
3: as a person seeing it at a time where I could watch them all in the span of a month. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I thought Mm. it was great, but I don't know that I would have felt the same having watched the first movie. And then Mm. eight years later been like, Oh, there's another one. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I got a Sunday off and then like, I don't know that it would have followed through for me. But th- yeah okay. but i i think if it, you know for the small percentage of people hitting it at the right time that's fantastic that's amazing that's beautiful
6: yeah I don't think it added up to anything. I mean, no, it was like I'm not, I'm
4: not just. It felt just like a thing hanging, hanging over our heads. We have like, <laughs> two more.
6: Of just the sword <laughs> of fucking
0: midnight just over true, your head.
6: Like, when are we gonna squeeze these movies in? Are you home this night? No, I'm not home that night. Okay, are you gonna be here this? <laughs> we had a little of that. I would have
3: loved a split screen of my brain and you guys watching it because I was like, I have to write notes. Tears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. I just I'm so emotional and then like you guys being like fuck you <laughs>
6: No I was taking like smoke breaks and being like no no leave it running <laughs> leave it run out I'll come back, <laughs> <laughs> No I just didn't think it it was like three slices of life right from the same couple's time together and that's cool and they represented very different places in their lives. I get that. I can even appreciate that. But at, but then but, but like then the life just kind of continues on. There's not really any sort of like significant theme that makes them add up to something for me. Just like, okay, here they were then, here they were then, and then here they are now. Things aren't going great. Maybe we'll check in later.
4: I, I mean, I guess I now again, all this additional perspective is changing what I think, not that it makes me like it more, but I understand the idea of trying to show something very hyper realistic. Mm -hmm. And I think it was successful in that aspect. I agree. It it was, it was very slice of life. It was about like how mundane these conversations can be, but how important that they feel and, and just the work that goes into a relationship and and making it, it successful. I get all of that, um, I just don't think... I think that they could have made one movie and had these three elements in oh. it and it would have been just as successful, if not more successful for me because it would have been one movie instead of three.
0: <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Uh,
2: Can I, I just say something about what I thought the theme might oh, be? Oh, yes, or please. What, what was consistent? Um, I, I To me, it was about destiny and the concept of a soulmate. Which is a load of rubbish, <laughs> but I just thought that's <laughs> sort of how the film and also how that yeah.
1: that idea like gets manifested and then it turns out to be not that, but. Does I, it? I, yeah, like like I don't like I think these two, what? Well, I don't know. You sorry, I interrupted. Uh, carry on. Uh, I was I, I was saying I think it feels like the first uh, film is like this idea that they they have met their soulmate and it's going to go off and be romantic and it's going to be this beautiful thing. And then what we see in the second film is that they actually they she didn't turn up and he didn't you know and he was there and he was waiting for her and it didn't it didn't happen and they disagree about it and they realize that they're not perfect like they were in their imaginations. And then the third film is like this, you know marriage you know shit gets real when you get married you know like it's like you know after you have kids and, and it's like you're dealing with just the negotiation of life it's like you just can't you don't have time to deal with somebody else's bullshit and it's like this idea of the soulmate just kind of goes out the window but they keep it together and
2: well I th- we always joke it's about pheromones
1: you you think it's about smell <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: no we, you and i we joke that about is that true. yeah
1: i do i i i do think a lot of like way you fall in love with someone has to do with like like being attracted to their smell like being being comforted by the way they smell I mean
0: that's that's scientific (laughs) pretty much fact at this point is fair that the, you're a tr- there's there's biological sense that you do give off to your that's how it works
1: i know and 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 it's it's even more intensified when you have a kid like smell when you smell your kid oh yeah it's yeah, like it's like because, it's,
0: it's it's like, because yeah. uh, you know everything is nature's perfect uh obsession <laughs> machine to when they poop i mean then that's a different thing <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> depending on what they're eating uh <laughs> let's let's get back up back to shivali's point before uh, shahir brought up uh, excrement. Um, the the I like the idea that you sort of frame it in that regard because I think it is about soul. I, I I like that it's about soulmates. All three films are about soulmates, but but like just like you sort of said, it is rubbish. Like the the first one is what you think about your like is when you're young, you're like what you think a soulmate will be. The second one is about when you're like reconnected with the person you thought was your soulmate when you were young. The third one is about what happens if you marry your young 20 something <laughs> soulmate and you're in it and you have a lot of responsibilities and it and it and it knocks you into that sort of it takes you down the entire rabbit hole of what happens if you follow through with this entire or what what could possibly happen if you follow through with this entire gambit of staying with the same person throughout that so i like that i like that framework of it because it's it's I like the framework and I think that's probably where they were going. I still will say the third one left me feeling bad.
3: Yeah, me too. I,
0: I think it should um, make yeah. you but feel bad. A, that
1: I I blame, blame bad. That argument is a bad
0: argument.
3: I blame that lame ending. I blame... I agree. I, I think and, mostly and I it
1: was that. I don't
6: even think it
3: was the time travel thing. I think it was the end, them just being like, well, I just. I guess we're just going to have a lot of I sex. I guess, yeah. yeah. And that,
6: I was yeah. so mad. And the movie was so focused on sex, too. The third one is like, special. Come on,
4: guys. You guys have like with real the, lives together. yeah Yeah. <laughs> That, it like, it was you know what I'm just remembering? When um, Ethan Hawk is sitting outside with those guys and he sees the guy hanging out with the girl in the bikini, Ethan Hawk totally checks out that girl. Oh, girl's
6: yeah. They, they all do. do. Yeah. Well, well, the Absolutely. two younger guys do. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah.
4: but everyone like, does. But they have this moment of. And then, like, they,
5: and
0: then they exchange a glance, being like, huh? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, I don't. Think that, well, this is a weird thing. I can't remember if there's a specific line, but they talk about that girl's boyfriend and how he's having the best summer of his life or something. Like, there's some, like, side comment. Yeah. Uh, So that exists. That's
3: unrealistic.
4: No, that's
0: totally realistic. It's not unrealistic, but
3: I'm just
4: saying, like, he is kind of, he is a, he's a sleaze the entire movie. i think yeah. all the whole trilogy i think he's a sleaze i think she's sleaze. right
3: i think he i think he does need that kind of like younger, validation yeah, yeah yeah validation yeah and i don't is that villainous no, no. is it it's human it, it's yeah. human nature he has
0: human sleaze yeah <laughs> I don't, he's not like a, he's not villains. a i i don't want that, to that's the sort of interesting thing i don't want to paint him as sleazy i i but i think he as a character especially in a in a What I would consider a romance film, he is more real than in most. Romance. Oh film. no!
4: I think he's a sleaze. He comes on <laughs> so strong in the first movie. He's like, he's like, so tell me about the first time you fell in love. Oh just God. like, oh, like shut. He up. was prancing like, around <laughs> for like. A oh, but listen, but listen, listen. Oh, yeah. The
0: first film, the first film, and i okay. I'm just going to speak He was like, like leaning into her
4: so close, and like, every time they were talking, she was like, I don't know, what's happening? Gentleman, I this. he was like, Ugh. gentleman <laughs> in the room, staring <laughs> at her the whole time.
0: <laughs> gentleman in the room when we were all early twenties. We did st- maybe not the exact same amount of stupid that Ethan Hawke did in the first film. But you I, didn't had your I didn't think he was We did. Oh, he was very th- stupid. Really? Yeah. I don't think it was.
4: I-, yeah. I don't know that I would call him stupid. Well, I'm talking. Like, or
0: I-, I guess I- I don't, I'm trying to sort of t- transition away from the word sleaze, but I'll even go- I'll, I'll, I'll accept that we all had our brand when we were twenty something <laughs> yeah. of a little bit of sleaze.
6: I and see. I don't know if it was sleaze. I yeah. think it was just like just complete. I mean, like something like ineptitude. Like I don't yeah. know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't were, know what but, I'm. Doing, but I'm trying to
3: like fit you were, this role you were yeah. naive. but that's you you were were why I are in the perception that you were cynical.
0: I like ineptitude too because inept. He didn't. He honestly, he didn't come off as sleazy to me in the first film. He came off as inept. He came off as a dummy. He came off as someone trying to be smooth who was not.
1: And in the second film, I thought he was desperate. Like, like there's a moment uh, in the park. No no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. There's a moment in the park where she suggests. Uh, what if we just had six right now as a joke and he grabs her and he's runs like, he's the like a little and, and, he, and he like yeah. immediately and she's like that's crazy no no that's disparate that, uh,
6: that was like oh boy dude you need to like and, and then I'm it married, was and then it was so. right after that that she's like so I read you have a wife and child yeah exactly like right after that moment yeah. I, think yeah. I think that they have that
4: conversation <laughs> so Saleza. that's where I start that, Saleza. Saleza. that is
0: so that's where I start agreeing with you is the second film he's a wife
4: and a kid and he's literally she's like you're gonna miss your plane he's like that's okay I'm like <laughs> He's like, that's fine with me. Whoa, that
0: last
1: moment really didn't work for you, right? Like, like, because when I was like, oh, well, you're gonna miss your plan, I was like, oh, these two are gonna be together. Now I
5: they...
6: was like, you
3: have a kid. Go <laughs> you no. home. Yeah, you yeah. yeah.
1: You're gonna miss Next your family.
3: I like I the second film a lot, but I, I couldn't shake that idea at the end that, like, what's that phone call gonna be? What do right. you, what there do are, you say at the end? And there there are, are other people that, in this like,
1: relationship that we don't see, right? The third yeah.
3: movie now, not only hates him, but is. Uh, possibly abusive alcoholic, and like how much of that is because, because he, he decided like, to not come home. I don't feel love. There's no laughter, and she was on board. Like how you know? Yeah, there's
0: there is a definite thing where the film does. And this is a good job to the filmmaker, but it does the thing where it it twists a situation to the point where. You are, even because you only see Ethan Hawke's perspective, mm-hmm. you only see that perspective of, now granted, she could be just as bad as she as is yeah. Ethan Hawke is suggesting. However. But she
4: could have become an alcoholic because she got knocked up by some sleazy dude yep. who then went off and then ha- wrote a book about some <laughs> other chick that he fucked in a park and then he flew off and then he saw her and then he didn't come home and then she had to drink herself to sleep. <laughs>
0: I
1: mean that's relationships are messy, yo. They, did,
4: they <laughs> didn't
1: <laughs> take care of a kid. <laughs> they
3: decided to get married like they well, that, were dating because, on. Because and because because that's and off the thing is this got th- pregnant. That's how they <coughs> had a child. Yes, but I'm not kidding that's what they said. It's yes. like, that's a script.
5: Well,
1: but but then he marries <laughs> that person script. and has kids with her and lives with her in Greece now. I mean it's just it's no, the, no, the no, spectrum of the no, marriage. No, I'm talking about this. Right, right. Yeah, but I'm saying like you know, it's not like I'm not defending him I'm just saying that the that the the whole point is the relationship is not idyllic it's it's messy it's you know like they have attachments when they come back which are the stakes that are that, you just, know she's I got a boyfriend the of,
3: a, a big yeah. trope of the sack of the third movie is that you know yeah. you don't you don't just leave life behind
1: Yeah exactly so they they it's messy you know and I think if you uh, I think the thing that I think is is great about it as well if you th- think about these as romantic films they're the most realistic romantic films I think I've probably
0: ever seen But then you could get into the conversation of is romance realistic or is it something that people build with each other in their mind? Like, there's. Jamie, th- tell us what you think yeah. about that. Oh, that is
5: deep. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs>
3: uh, I can't. But uh, I will say, after relating in different ways to the first and second film, in anticipation of the third film, which we had to wait longer we to did.
0: watch. We did. We you oh, we 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 a borrowing Yeah, because <laughs> we're borrowing your. copies. I was
3: a little bit scared because I was like, fuck y'all wow, so are old school. You borrowed, I a we copy. borrowed yeah. the DVD. Oh, yeah. DVDs. They're on my, they're
0: on my cabinet back. <laughs>
3: then. Wow, but, but I was like, I'm gonna see things in this that future me would probably relate to based on the past two movies, but I won't know. And now I'm a little terrified. Yeah. There was a lot of shouting and yelling <laughs> and real bleak stuff. I yeah, spoiled I the
4: third one for Pat. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. The <'cause laughs> single bit of
6: mystery that I had in this trilogy, I just
4: IMDb'd it. I was like, Did you know they get they get married in the next
1: one,
3: Pat?
6: I,
1: I was like, Fran. Was like, <laughs> well, it's oh. like the first five minutes.
3: Oh. You know, it'd be weird if in the third movie they were like, that "Oh, what are you in doing? outer yeah. space? What are yeah. you yeah. doing?" That was this the, DJ Maxx
6: only little light bulb moment that I had to look forward to. Part three,
3: they
4: got out of like the cry and of And she took it, to it, it right from me.
6: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I wanted, to, I wanted to address what you said, Matt. I think if you have two people who are feeling romance together, then it's real. It yeah. is a real thing, and that's because my question. It's a social thing, and that exists. I think it exists in of. I'm going to say it. It might be in people's minds, but in the sense that it's in
0: their minds and they're sharing it, then that's their reality. hundred percent, because the only things that are actually real are what we can perceive. But my question. Then well, yeah, to you guys, we are having the back, deep
4: conversations. We are. That in so, like, oh what if God. like we're all I feel like, like we should be walking to through to a left. park right we now. Should, you guys we should are. be holding hands. But here's
0: a, here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> My question I'll is: film it. Can, can <laughs> yeah, you will you creep uh, from the bushes? Can,
1: <laughs> nice
0: touch. Can you experience like is romance something that can only be truly experienced with as a connection of two people, or can like like because at the what I'm trying to get to is like if a single person is sort of a hopeless romantic, they're either creepy or a fool. But if you're if you're romantic but, with well, a person,
1: those are two very. Uh, but, but on one about, side of that coin, but think
0: about but yeah. think about the way it sort of works out. It's if, right.
4: if, if, if it's not reciprocated, that's my then, point. Yeah, you're a so, creep
0: or right. or, a, or a fool. Like you can be not creepy, but you could be foolish in your in right. your in your in Anytime your. Anytime anyone
3: that. has ever said, "I'm a hopeless romantic," I'm like, I don't. I, I like Shivali, I think if
1: if our if neither of us were into the other person, then then the conversations we had when we hooked up.
2: We we we're, we, we're, we're hope- both hopeless romantic,
1: and and if if one of us wasn't, it would have just been then one of us would have been a creep. Mm. But, if, yeah. but but Sir Patrick's point that was
2: actually that, very deep. That's
1: it, I mean think about it this way: like <laughs> if you're into the person who's like making overtures towards you then it is romantic that's what right? I'm saying like, yeah.
4: but, so that's, it's not, but that's what I'm saying Yeah. if it's that's not reciprocated yeah. either yeah. you're, like you said you're being foolish mm-hmm. or you're being creepy because mm-hmm. either you are the guy who is like following the girl in the red hoodie or <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like you're tracking her that, is one, way to, that no, is one way to look, to look, I look at it this is true you're like <laughs> I think I'm gonna write a movie about like, that girl like, she's like oh I my god who's
3: that guy that tall Indian is following me
4: this has being the long con I'm going I'm going to a bar and if I, you don't, if I don't come home, there's a tall Indian dude that you should be
3: looking for. Oh <laughs> that's that's
0: your brand, Shereen. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's, so
3: yeah. But on the but have you guys seen the greatest because the what?
1: there's a yeah the the one where she um, the the partner sad. dies it's right very yeah, sad. Uh, yeah. Spoiler. spoiler it's also, in the trailer no and, then, like,
3: <laughs> and also like the first five seconds yeah. of the movie It's, it's fine I'm probably about, not gonna see yeah. it it's a it's this, uh, it's this, uh, this Pierce Brosnan Pierce Brosnan and Susan Sarandon are the parents and who's the daughter it's um Meligand. Carey yeah, Carrie Mulligan. Yeah, uh, it's this uh, it's this family. Their son dies in a car accident. You mm. come into the movie and they're mourning his loss. It's, it's hard. It's awful. He's like sixteen uh, or eighteen, or so. he's he's a teenager. Um, and then this girl shows up essentially on their doorstep, and she's pregnant with his child. And Yeap. they are like, "Well, we have to take her in," but they're in like angry morning phase and everyone's in different positions and Pierce Brosnan's character's in, like suffering from insomnia and Susan Sarandon is just like full of quiet, silent rage. This isn't the part that relates to you guys, but uh, there's a big, beautiful part of it where it's these two people in high school and they don't talk, they don't spend time together, but they pass each other every day and they just smile at each other and they just have this moment. It's one of them like It's, <laughs> it's like essentially like a staircase where yeah. they have a connection every day, but that's all they have. It's yeah. one of them uh,
0: hiding in the bushes while Patrick and I no, are holding no, 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 hands. No, it's <laughs> no, it's sexual. It's very lovely. It's yeah. a
3: beautiful film. It, <laughs> that's everyone should see movie.
0: it. the
3: third movie. My mom rented it on Netflix, and we went through a whole bunch of issues uh, watching the I've film. I've listened to the soundtrack it's,
1: to that movie a bunch of times, but I've never actually watched the movie. It's tremendous. It's yeah.
3: really good. Uh, but, you know, it's... Uh, Anyway, that's unrelated. <laughs> okay, so, so,
1: oh, do you have a? Well, Sorry I kind of, I kind of wanted to uh, just to that question of like how this works as a trilogy. There's a, I, I've just bought the box set to this, and it comes with a little booklet on. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes, you're holding God. it. Oh, yeah, wow. I saw
4: you. You are so <laughs> real deal. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: real deal when it comes to this. So this is written by. Have Dennis you ever a class? Um, oh, I he's mean, been a I'm professor. Totally. I know that was. A <laughs> oh, sorry, that was, yes! yeah. that was. that was. Yes! A, that was
0: a deep cut. Yeah, Friend, that's like your cut. third burn this episode. <laughs> but it's,
1: uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> impressed so that you good. missed it, which is kind of what's great
6: about
4: <laughs> it. <laughs> I know, strong. you didn't even like. Didn't yeah, even I was knowledge. like, you were like, are I show. was no.
0: trying to have my co-host back for only a moment, <laughs> <laughs> and then I just abandoned him.
1: But I, I like this. Uh, I like this little paragraph. This was written by Dennis Lim, who's the programmer at the Film Center of the Lincoln, the Film Society of Lincoln Center. He said. Each film is a window onto a stage of life sharply attuned to the possibilities and disappointments of one's 20s, 30s, and 40s. Taken together, they have, come to, uh, they have become something much larger and more radical, an ongoing collective experiment in embodying the passage of time. Watching them entails a very particular form of viewer participation, as Celine, and Jesse Lee, as, as Celine and Jesse openly wrestle with the transience of love, the deceptions of time, and the specter of mortality. We are obliged to do so as well in ways that relate to our own lives. So I think that was I, I think that Oh Patrick's shaking his head Oh on this I'm one. sorry I'm sorry I guess we are obliged to do that <laughs> But because
6: you don't have to, to watch to a movie to be obliged to consider your mortality where you are in life and your relationships like that happens anyway <laughs> Right
1: that's I'm just saying I think, a, but,
6: but we gave credit to the films for giving that to us
1: Right nice. I, I mean you might sorry. not get that when a Transformers <laughs> movie you know I'm just saying or I or mean I
0: haven't seen The Last night, so maybe it's in there
3: <laughs> So so I think I mean I felt a lot of tender vulnerability in Michael Bay's series. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Yeah, especially
1: when Bumblebee pees on someone. It's it's the best. Um, I yeah. So I, I guess you know to kind of round out our final thoughts on the film. Uh, I, I mean, does did the kind of did it allow you to reflect on your own life in some way? I think it. I think it. No, I don't think
6: can. I think I think I reflect on my life as a person consistently. Anyway, I mean, like I'm a very reflective person. I imagine you in the mirror
1: every morning saying, "You're going to do have a great day today." No, I don't do
6: that. <laughs> I don't pep talk myself, but I do like like <laughs> that's not reflection. Digest it is. There's a reflection, reflection. Yeah. <laughs> again. Um,
1: joke. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Humor.
6: But yeah, no, I, I mean, I tend to be that type of person anyway. I'm fairly introspective. I like consider the things that happen. I'm somewhat romantic in my assessment of life and how I live it. And this is like watching somebody else do that and being like, wow, I could... I could have actually spent that time doing
1: it myself. Do you empathize As, with any other media, though? Like, is, is film just not the thing for you? Like, do you feel this way if you've written
6: another oh, book no, no, or another film? I feel strongly. I I, cry, I cried and
0: <laughs> during the last Rambo when you returned home. You <laughs> home, really did. Yeah. I was Rambo. In, that's a great Spears. credit sequence. <laughs> you're just walking down the thing towards the farmhouse. I, that, I catch what you're throwing. No,
3: I'm just but saying, was that I, the last movie you cried at? No, yeah. no, no,
0: no, no. no. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I have a long history
6: of crying at movies beginning with the land before time. Yeah. Um, but like I, i'm I'm totally willing to be emotionally pulled by a movie. And these kind of, I mean, it had it, But I was like, this is life. And because this is life, I should go be living mine, mm-hmm. uh, especially the last one where it was a fairly realistic fight argument that went on for like an hour and mm. I'm just like, my God. It's like being in a in a, a, t- a dinner with a couple that's fighting. You're like, I just wish I could leave this table right now. <laughs> and and I could because they couldn't see me. <laughs> and so I kinda did a little bit. Yeah. Um anyway, that's how I feel about these movies. Right. Go live your own life. Don't want somebody else to live theirs.
4: Wow. Mm. Um yeah, I mean I'm one foot in, one one foot out. I mean I think again the perspective that i have like from this conversation i i appreciate like the attempt that was made i just don't necessarily think that the execution really did it for me i like the idea of slice of life and something that's examining the realities of a relationship and i even liked that passage just about how time can be deceptive because that's something that i think about in relationships all the time where sometimes you hold on to a friendship because you have a lot of history, but like the friendship is over, Yeah, you know? And, and, and in many ways that might be part of what happened in this story, that they had this amazing story and they had all this time. So like they were maybe holding on to something that maybe should be over. So I think that that's interesting. I just don't necessarily feel like it did the best job of presenting it in a way that was exciting and, uh, kept my attention, uh, so yeah, I'm kind of like lukewarm on it. I didn't hate, hate. I mean, I, I, I left hating it and now I'm kind of like ambivalent. We brought you to Yeah, That's great. Yeah.
1: yeah, We raised the meter. Shivali.
2: So I, I like the films. I liked them more as I watch them. Mm-hmm. Um, don't watch them when you're sleepy because you probably will fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's nice to watch them over a couple of weeks. So take, you know, take from them what you can.
1: <laughs> All right, Jamie.
3: Um, as as much as I related and and felt in the first two films, because I'm the one who feels, you are the one <laughs> who feels. <laughs> uh, I think ultimately, even though I didn't like the ultimate ending, the third film said the most to me because it was uh, again a realistic way of, but but uh, a more narrative structure of. Uh, an argument and two people's perspective. I learned the most watching the third film. It's the
6: the ghost of Christmas future. No, no, no.
3: no but uh, you know, as, as it was happening and I think uh, our conversation even amplifies it, the, the antagonistic perspective of Celine uh, became suddenly validated as, as uh, this one person's perspective in nature sort of comes to light. And while they're having this argument, Um, There were still realistic parts of it that I loved. I loved that their argument had ups and downs. I loved that she kind of I loved this. She realized during the conversation that she had never completely recovered emotionally from the pregnancy and the birth. Hmm. But then they didn't really follow up on that. uh, That bothered me. I really wanted to hear more about that. Uh, but then, you know, the ending was different. Uh, and even like, I'm not uh, romantic, but even, well, I don't know. I'm not a, a textbook romantic, but even like when he showed up and was like, I'm a time traveler, I was like, oh, he's gonna do a thing. <laughs> but then was, she just kind of, you know, then she was like, no, don't do the thing. And then it was this real moment again. And I was into that, but then it stopped being, I don't know. I'm, I'm on a tangent. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I liked, I liked these movies very much to watch them. Did I learn a lot from the first two? No. Was it a tremendous exercise in uh, memory and empathy? Yes. Uh, is it really fun to see how your hair changes when you're older? <laughs> yeah. So fun. So fun, you guys. <laughs> Nine, also the 90s fashion, just yeah. like ugh, on point. I'm done talking I'm done okay. talking. oh no wait I want one more thing it's not related to anything we've talked about but I just want to I want to plant a seed uh, when they're in the car Ethan Hawke is criticizing her boss who she's considering to go take a different job for and he's like it's just you know all I see is that in that guy is the ambition and he says it as a bad sign he doesn't like it and then they're sitting around the dinner table and this, uh, they're at this dinner table in Greece because this uh, man has invited uh, Ethan and his family his name's not Ethan it's just uh, Jesse and his family to come uh, stay with them and they're talking about his writing and he says you know your writing is just so ambitious and it's so he's just please I just I don't think it's a sleaze <laughs> moment but I, I it's, it's hypocritical. it's complex mm. there's a lot of this movie that's just like human complex in ways that don't necessarily conclude and I like that about it uh, and I like that moment and everyone should just think about that moment Right. Mm. The end.
0: Do you want to go? Do you want me yeah, to go? We should I'll, wrap it up.
1: I'll uh, I'll jump in here just quickly. Uh, I I do love these films. I I I love them on a I love them for all the reasons you mentioned. That they are romantic, but they're complicated. They're messy. Things are things don't work out. Things things uh, things get very very ugly. Um and and I think that is a sort of a, a beautiful testament to how committed everyone working on these films were to like present something that's real. That you know that that is a snapshot of a moment that actually feels. Um, like it has tangible value to and, and relates to the way real people communicate with each other I think uh, you know like i I don't think this is a teaching tool for our marriage or anything like that but I think it's it's a for me like I watch and I reflect on things that you know things that I do and you know things that the way that I that I respond to, to to dilemmas we have in our lives and 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 problems that we encounter so I I, I think it's a beautiful testament to that I think it's a beautiful sustained testament the idea of coming back to these characters and then're not doing it because they're you know like out of ideas or they're not doing it because they're like um, trying to make money on it they're doing it because they're like where are these people like I kind of want to know where these people are at this mm-hmm. moment and and how is that interesting and I I think that's compelling and dynamic um, I love this uh, Guillermo del Toro was uh, quoted on on Twitter recently and and his quote was what you know, I think someone asked him what his favorite superhero trilogy of all time was and he said that before sunrise before sunset before midnight he says it's harder to live for someone than it is to die for them and I thought that was a beautiful a beautiful summation of that idea of what these films are they are supposed to be reflective of real life they are supposed to be uh, authentic to your everyday experience um and and that's not something we kind of touch on. I and mean, then yeah, like you, I found there are so many beautiful moments in this in this trilogy that that you know bring me to tears that make me feel joy. Um, you know, think uh, thinking about some of the way the music and the settings. You know, being in Venice, Greece, and 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 Paris, and and kind of feeling that romance of those places juxtaposed against this couple that are really struggling. You know, they're really having a hard time of putting this all together, but they're still putting it together. I think it's really beautiful. Uh, the my favorite. My favorite, 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 favorite scene in, in all three of the movies is the dinner table scene in the third movie. I think that is just an extraordinary scene uh, with extraordinary dialogue and writing. Uh, and, and what was beautiful about it was the old woman at the table. Uh, who is silent the entire conversation you know she's basically listening to this older couple talk about uh, uh, you know their relationship a younger couple talking about how they met and at the end of it you know she kind of suddenly comes in and says you know she starts reminiscing about you know her her husband who had passed away and the th- and and how she's trying to hold on to that memory and and you know she says sometimes it feels like um their ghost is passing through and she she ends it with this quote which i just i, I think is just beautiful she says we appear we disappear and we are important and we are so important to some but we're just passing through and I, and I think that's what these movies are they're just this, this examination of this moment that happens that's why i
0: well, I really wish you went last because that was a great ender, but now I'm just going to um, steamroll over your f- beautiful words. Uh, we can
5: toast to it at the end. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, we, yeah, we, oh, we totally through.
0: can. We can, we can. Thanks for, we'll just call it out now and then we'll never do it, just like the end of the movie. No, The the look, I like this trilogy. I went in not thinking I would like this trilogy. Um, I think it is worth a watch for anyone who would enjoy the type of things and the weird sort of like interpersonal relationship stuff that we've all discussed this entire time. Whether or not they work sort of as... I was debating a lot whether or not they work as sort of standalone films. I, I don't know if they do. Um, it, but again, I am the the prince of sort of doing, uh, you know, I like films that intertangle with one another and, and sequels and franchises and world building, etc. And this does that in spades. Um, Patrick, to your point, it, I am of the camp. Of like, why do I need to experience a thing that I'm probably already going to experience in my life? I go yeah. to films to experience things I can't, I cannot experience. Maybe tied with a small bit that does like relate to me. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. There's uh, the Parenthood is a show. Is that correct? There's a reason I don't watch the Parenthood, not because it's not good, but because I'm like, I don't want to watch all these people suffer in a way that I'm probably going to suffer at some point, <laughs> yeah. very similarly to it. Right. Um, b- but. And now I'm gonna go back to sort of our conversation about romanticism and how that can sort of change things and how when you're with the person, romance actually works. But even though when you're when you're alone, it doesn't quite do so. What this film what these films did for me, and I will even say, even to the end of the of the third one, which I didn't particularly like the ending, but what it does is it lets you go along for a ride as an individual and look into two actual people's Lives and what their quote romance is, and a lot of films get that feeling wrong. And this film, uh, these films, get that feeling a hundred percent right. And I appreciate them for that. And I'm glad I had the experience. Will I go back and watch them again? I don't think so, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that they haven't affected the way that I sort of view uh romance relationships, etc. And I will. Every once in a while, even it, with the tinge of my own memory being wrong and twisting it in its own way as it moves forward, there will be moments in my, in my life I feel like where I will be like, oh yes, like I've especially from the third one in a weird way, like I, I feel like it's it is a a weird glimpse into a possible fraction of a future, and that's a weird cool thing. <laughs> so I'm glad these films exist. I'm glad they watched them. Uh, or, 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 or that I watched them. I'm glad they were made, and I I uh, I think other people should watch them to determine what camp out of all of our six camps that mm. they fall into. <laughs> so with that in mind, this has been the only podcast about the Before Trilogy. I think this might be our longest episode ever. But it's also an
1: episode where we talk about three movies uh, 100%. six people, so. I, but, uh, yeah, I'm yeah,
0: say, yeah, It's, it's fine. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Um, wow, this has been super, super fun. I'm gonna go around the room starting with my my lovely partner, Jamie, Jamie. When you are not waxing ecstatic about all of the notes that you took across all of these films, where can folks find you?
3: Uh, you can find me, I guess, on Instagram at Jim Jam Walsh. Uh, you can I'm also on Twitter at the same title. That's is, it, is that what I have to say? Yeah, that's, that's what it, yeah, did I'm good. I'm it. good. I'm Yay! Good. I did you did it. a that's, good job. You could just look it up, it's Friend, great.
0: Patrick, when you are not watching films <laughs> that we asked you to do, hate
6: watching, but you did it. You <laughs> did it with such
0: panache and style, and I'm so happy you are here. When you are not humoring us with watching these films, where can folks find you?
4: Well, Patrick and I host a podcast called Last Name Basis. You can find it on. Any app that you get your podcast, We're also recently on Spotify, which we're very excited yes. about. Um, I also host a show for MTV News called Decoded, which you can watch on Facebook. We're coming back for season seven in the fall, which I'm very excited seven about. Season, Nice. Um, you can also find me across social media at Lee, Chescaleigh, C-H-E-S-C-A-L-E-I-G-H. And Weird name. You've just written a book, haven't you? Yeah, that's oh, what I was yeah. gonna say. Tell us about your book. Oh, yeah, just let's a do little, that. Just yeah. A little, yeah, yeah. Maybe that was why I was projecting mm. onto Ethan Hawk. I'm like, it's not fucking <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I recently wrote a book called "Well, That Escalated Quickly: <laughs> Memoirs and <laughs> Mistakes of an Accidental Activist." Uh, it's about communication on the on the internet, how great it can be, but also how awful it can be, and the lessons that I think that we can all stand to learn about how we talk to each other online and in real life. Nice. And you can find it at any bookstore or uh, online. It's digital, too. You can also get the audio book, which is read by yours truly.
1: Do you think it'll be in that, awesome. French, in that little French bookstore?
4: Um, <laughs> I don't know. If it's not in your bookstore, you can absolutely ask them to it. Uh, there you that. go. There
6: you go. Very nice. Uh, since Fran already mentioned our podcast, Last Name Basis, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at tieoptional. Um, and I think that's about it. Nice. Shivali.
2: I'm not really big on media, but <laughs> you can Google me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and and Shahir, when you are not across from uh, uh, me, <laughs> where can folks... I, uh, I just uh, did the whole uh, thing. Uh, 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 where, where are people looking uh, for you? I'm never not across from you. That's that's, that's
1: pretty much what we do. Um, you can find me at shaheerdow.com. That's S-H-A-H-I-R-D-A-U-D.com. Matt, when you are... I, is the thing you do eulogizing the end of a podcast it's not it's soliloquying <laughs> monologuing I kind of like, eulog- like you're, eulogizing you're eulogizing the passing of time of this podcast uh, where can people find your time capsule of life
0: when you're not reflecting on the end of a listening experience <laughs> you can find me at M-A-T-T-H-W-K-R-O-L dot for my life and works also Skeletor for the number 4 P-R-E-Z on Instagram or M S K on Twitter also check out extra credits I'm narrating some crazy stuff on there we got some stuff about the flu pandemic we're doing some history of VR coming up. It's gonna be dope. Lit. I'm what? Sorry. sorry. I was gonna be lit. No, I'm just, it, I'm still it in the can't be both lit and dope. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, Fran, Patrick, Shivali, Jamie, thank you so much for coming and doing this. Thank you this, for having us. Yeah, In you. this sweltering, <laughs> in this sweltering room, Zoe. Thanks for being quiet for most of it, my cat. And uh, we'll see you next week. When well, we
3: to passing through,
0: to, to passing through. Oh, do we have to make to the pass... click noise? Let's Never make the make click, noise. click noise. Click, 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 click. Are we through? Did we pass it like a kid, like a kidney stone? You ruined it. You ruined it, man.
1: You ruined it.